get this party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Let's say thousands of dollars of equipment went, stu- went missing from here. Yeah. We know who it was. Why are you looking at me? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Mars. If I came in and was like, guys, I'm going to Taylor Swift. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, great. How much did you spend on the tickets? And I told you $13,000. I'd slap your face. (laughs) Are you dumb? Ginge. Maybe Ginge's kids are going to look back and call radio stations and say, my dad took me to the racetrack. They love the ponies. (laughs) Producer Haley. Pure Later Steve and I, we're besties. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. If Steve doesn't show up one day, are you just as nice? Or you're like, thank you, sign here, get out. Yeah, um, thank you, get out. (laughs) She angrily wipes off her makeup again. Yes, I did this for nothing. <laughs> and you, the Now family. Tell us about your demon child. He got this really deep voice, and he it would go like this, Mama. Oh. And other people would hear it, and they would be like, what is up with your kid? <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Now. Wow, that was really delayed. It was. It was all part of the plan. See, once in again. In reality. Once again. Yeah. Hey, Ging. Hey, Ging. <laughs> Couldn't get my creamer open. <laughs> You're stuck with the creamer? <laughs> the first one I tried to open, it exploded. No. Oh. I, oh. I got time for another one. You probably grabbed the spoiled one. No, the Your first cream. swig is going to be curdled. Ooh. We get uh, the bags of like little individual creamers here, mm-hmm. but you got to like... Hold them up to the light like a farmer checks an egg. Oh, yeah. To see if that liquid's moving around inside there. Yeah, because if you give it a shake, sometimes it's like a... And you're like, oh, God, it's gross. If you don't check, you you crack it open and you pour one into your coffee and it like... Slides in. Now your cup's ruined. Over the years being in this building, I've taken many swigs of coffee that have had curdled milk. Oh, me too. It's gross. Yeah, you know basically I'm like your third swig, not even the first one. Or you open Ugh. it after and it's almost done. You're like, oh my god, I drank this. Yeah, is it's that not bad for you? Is it? Um, um, I think it could probably make you sick if you could it drank the whole thing. It's just gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea of it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, the thought of it. Is that a uh, now radio refrigeration problem, or is that just the Russian roulette of those tiny individual creams? Well, I didn't even think those creams needed to be refrigerated. Uh, Don't most people just leave them out? Well, yeah, we do have we do have yeah. bags of them or boxes of them in the cupboard. Yeah, they don't need to be shoved in that fridge. I think they can just be left out. Yeah, they're not real milk. Yeah, they're not real. <laughs> oh. oh, so like if you get a spoiled one, I don't well, what's know. Spoiling then? I, I the chemical. I don't know. The flavor mm. just goes off. Oh no, it's like like congeals. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. lumpy. Yeah, like a give it a shake. Oh god, I think Blend that makes it, it even up. worse. <laughs> yeah, because I think those are stored like in a cupboard, and then for some reason when we use them, we put them in the fridge, which doesn't make any Is sense. It because people like the the cold milk. I, I doubt it in their coffee. Cools it down. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we've just always, anytime uh, uh, the bag is empty in the fridge, you grab a new one off the shelf and put it in the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but oh, well. Well, look at like old, uh, old-timey old diners. They would bring out the bowl. with. Uh, that's right. They would have some ice in there and some creamers. Oh, we never had ice. It just oh. sat in a regular you bowl. You class it up with the ice? Because even like uh, your gas stations, they'll keep it in like a, a little bath, a bath of ice, an ice bath. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it for peace of mind? Maybe. We Maybe. think it's fresh and good to drink. People are saying the flavored creamers, such as the International Delight, so the stuff you see at the gas station, absolutely does not need to be refrigerated at any time. Oh. Oh. I got no love for the International Delight. Ah. That's a dessert It's in the really sweet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Some people love it. I know. Some people absolutely love it. I don't have a lot of love for the International Delight either. Yeah, yeah. What is the best coffee creamer 
Because every now and again, some of them pop up in our fridge, but I've I've never touched them. Yeah, I've got the Coffee Mate um, After Eight. Oh, the after, oh, oh the after eight. Oh, the after eight. That'd be desserty. It is the best. It's a chocolatey <laughs> minty coffee in the morning. Wow. That's why I'm so pleasant. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure she always has her after eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or the coffee crisp one. Mm. <laughs> coffee wow. crisp or the after eight. I've seen yeah. that in the fridge, the coffee crisp. So have I. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Does it oh. taste like a coffee crisp? It sure does. Wow. It's like wow. drinking a liquid coffee crisp in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the coffee creamer. Mm. It's just too uh, too sweet. Too much. Yeah, I don't need the flavored ones, but I do need cream. Yeah, milk is uh, milk doesn't get the job done. No. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the milk. I'm yeah, the milk guy. Me too. I'm not a cream person. I'm more I, milk. I used to be cream, but I think that was just from my childhood because it was always like the thickest cream as possible. Mm. Yeah, poured yeah. in the coffee. We need a latte machine around oh, here. Oh, God. Like, we had, like, an espresso machine. Who's going to clean it? I would. Th- you would? I would clean it. If it meant that would I could have you? lattes here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get in the morning, after the show, clean it, and then before I leave, clean it one more time. Yeah. yeah. Although, we could just bring an espresso machine in. We just pay somebody to make coffees. That's true. No, just, I want the We need whole... a barista. <laughs> the whole machine. We need, a, we need to do a promotion. Barista for a week. I saw, <laughs> I saw a commercial on YouTube the other day for a new... Like a new, uh, I don't remember what brand it was. Uh, another countertop one? But it was another new countertop oh, is espresso. Is it the DeLonghi one? I don't know. It wasn't DeLonghi. The, uh, DeLonghi's Brad Pitt's. No, this had no stars in it. Oh, no oh. stars. This had no Whoa. stars. No no Hollywood stars in it. And you were interested in I'm it? Very much what? so. <laughs> very much so. Mm. I thought it would look good here mm. and we would all get great coffee in the AM. Well, considering we have a bunch of broken stuff around the building, I, I don't know. think you're getting a latte machine. But now that Haley says she'll clean it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they, they are top dollar, too, eh? Is there a lot of maintenance and price on those? I don't know. I've never... Yeah. like You can buy uh, just like home latte machines that you put on your counter that are thousands of dollars. My brother has one that they paid three grand for. It, it is a nice one. Like it's it has, beautiful. It has the bean hopper right on there. Yeah. It does everything. Ooh. But it still requires you to clean it. Oh yeah, you've got to clean it. You got to take care of it. You got to maintain it. Yeah, clean it like stick it in the dishwasher. No, oh, no, no, no. Take it apart. As soon as you're using dairy on the little uh, steamer and stuff, you mm-hmm. got to pull that apart. Yeah, clean you pull that it apart. Don't put it in the dishwasher. You got to like hand clean everything. Uh, yeah, you could probably throw it in the dishwasher. But if you're uh, if you're using it throughout the day, then that's a pain in the butt. You got to clean after each use. Well, you should. Otherwise, yeah, it gets hard. Like if you're steaming milk and stuff like that, wand that comes down, that has to be soaked and. But cleaned. if you're both doing a cup, you can't do like two cups. Yeah, and then you if can. You, you just have to blow the steam out. But if you yeah. want, if you want a cup an hour later. Yeah, don't then let you got it hard sit. milk on there. I wouldn't yeah. let it sit. Yeah. You can't let it sit. Ew. It's <laughs> like an hour. You must people. I'm sure at first are like, oh, we oh, gotta clean it. Like every an time. hour for sure, but overnight, yeah. If mm-hmm. you're letting it sit for a day. Mm-hmm. And also, it just looks gross because it, like, when you look at. Like that, those milk ones. Oh yeah, mm. oh, they yeah. have to be wiped down, and they've got to be cleaned. They get clumpy. Could you just have a, a nice, tasteful wet rag beside your latte machine? That's what I and did then at you Starbucks. Grab it and you're like, yep. Watch it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's still what they do. Just yeah, wet rag it. It's uh, that's you don't what know I where did that then. rag came from. <laughs> this one had though, like it had like settings where for every different person could have their drink setting in it. Ooh. Oh, so you like I don't know, you did your espresso, you tamped it down or whatever, mm. put it in, and then yeah. you could use your hmm. setting, and it would just make you your drink. Fancy. Maybe one day we'll get one. One yeah. day. One day we'll get a coffee station here. I doubt it. Or, uh, well, we have a coffee station. We yeah. need a a latte. A latte station. espresso. It, it'll be a cold day in hell. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. engineer Tyler off. 
have to stand around and show everyone how to use it on the daily. You're right. You get so many emails. You're right. Duct is plugged. Imagine that email. The latte machine is broken. You're right. It isn't happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. Stick with your home lattes. Yeah. He'd be so mad. Oh, yeah. I don't blame him. Um, If you tuned in yesterday, you knew that uh, we weren't here. Um, I had a early morning appointment. I got a MRI. Yeah. This is the first time I got an MRI where my entire body had to go into the tube. Oh. Um, wow. <laughs> I... <laughs> Gosh, discovered a new fear. I, uh, oh, buddy. I knew I, I, I knew I didn't like tight quarters. Yeah. But my God, it was like my body was on a little board shoved into a culvert. The my sides were touching the side of the tube. The tube was like almost at my face. Yeah. And I had to stay in this tube for like twenty to twenty five minutes without moving. They keep the, the your your ends are open, right? The, the end you slid in. Yeah. They don't seal that up, do they? No, no. You you can see light coming in, but. Yeah. Like I'm, I get on this thing, and then he's he's like, "All right, uh, here's the headphones, and here's a little squeezy ball. Uh, if you panic, squeeze it, and uh, I'll talk to you." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, whatever. Pfft, no bigs. I'm a man, right?" And uh, the, I start wheeling in. It's like, and I'm like, "Ooh, oh, wow, she's uh, tight in here, a little tighter than I thought." Yeah. And then yeah, I had a little uh, little ounce of panic. And so I close my eyes and I start counting. I'm like, easy, we'll get this done. And I count to like 10,000. You counted to 10,000? <laughs> did you really? I did. Oh. And I opened my eyes periodically. And every time I opened my eyes, like deeper claustrophobia oh, just no. kept rolling in. And I'm like, no. And then he would move the board. So I go deeper in every like probably five minutes. And I'm like, no. Oh, God, no, I'm good. I can handle this. Just get it done because I'll drag it out. And yeah, by the end of it, I was like, get me out of here. Is it a, a noisy operation? Uh, yeah, it's like... Oh. So you're not falling asleep in there? No, I had earplugs in and then headphones on with uh, little air tubes so they can talk to me. But yeah, other than that, he's like, don't move. That sounds horrible. And I'm laying there and I got my legs up on this like leather block or something. My left leg is just numb. I feel like I need to move it. I'm like, can't move. I, and I was reading the sign before going in. People can be in there up to 60 minutes. What? Yeah. It says expect 20 to 60 minutes. <gasps> I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, did, my goodness. Did you know the time of length going in that morning, like going into the doctors? Uh, yeah, he's like, it, it should be around uh, 20, 25. But you, you knew going in. I knew going you in. And I'm like, easy time. Yeah, and I'm like, whatever. And then I turned the corner, and I'm like, huh, wow, that's a, that's a small tube. <laughs> Are you guys uh, chatting it up the entire time you're in there? No talking. No talking? Didn't say a single word. And then I got out. I was the first one of the day, and it was just him putting me in the tube. When I got out of the tube, there were like five other people around. They're like, hello. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> How long was I in there? <laughs> They're pulling tubes off me. I'm like, what's going on? He gets home from his appointment. What and I'm like, weird How did it experience. Go? And he was like, oh, I was a little uncomfortable in there. I didn't. I didn't realize that you had to count to ten thousand. You didn't say that, but he's like, "But I don't know, babe. Like, I was almost a little too big for it. My shoulders were rubbing ah, the sides as I was going go. in." <laughs> well, no, but that's how small it is. It is small. Your sides yeah. are rubbing, and Your it sides felt rub, like yeah. the tube was probably like five inches from my face, if not less. Oh God! Like, yeah, and I'm laying there, and every time I open my eyes, I'm like, "Jesus, this is it getting smaller?" It's not. I think the tube is squeezing me. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is very narrow. Yeah. It's very narrow. Because you had to, I'm guessing you had to have your arms on your body. Yeah, was Like, they, they wouldn't fit yeah. by your side, right? Well, they they would. I, I, yeah. I don't know. He he just handed me a thing, so I crossed uh, my arms on my chest. Yeah. Like yeah. I was in a casket. They didn't tell you which way to put your arms? No, I don't. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it didn't matter. Could you, you could probably cool, go straight. Could you go Kulo MRI and do the behind the head? No. no. Oh. No, that, there's you, no room this, for that. There's no room for this. Even like if like uh it if I tried that I don't well, think it would and then you have to hold that position for mm-hmm. yeah you're not you allowed move. to move you pick your position and you stay there so what? I was like coffin position holding this squeezy panic ball I'm like oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> were you squeezing it uh, well no it's uh, the squeeze is for an emergency oh okay yeah, right yeah. did they um uh why didn't they tell you like okay like 15 more minutes left they didn't give you anything no yeah a little time maybe would be good or, or, or maybe it's better not to know. I'm surprised that I thought they just talked to you. In the movies, they talk to you. Yeah, they don't talk to you. No, no. there's no talking. No. Maybe because I was first in one of the day. Everyone's really tired. He's like, bah. This text here, <laughs> 56789, says, Crash, if you have to go again, tell them you're claustrophobic and your doctor will book you in the oversized machine. Oh. They're not quite as bad. I've had many MRIs. They're not as tight. I know, because I had an MRI when uh, I went in to uh, get my nose fixed and they were scanning to see if I had anything left in my face from the surgery. Yeah. I, they put my head in the big one. Nice. And so I kind of expected the big one, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell is this little culvert? I've been in the little one a lot. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't bother me. I just go in, I kind of just shut my eyes. I do not like it. I yeah. think we should get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saving lives, so. Oh, or just uh, yeah. use the big ones. Did the, you get the results? Mm-mm. No, couple they go days. to your doctor. Couple days. I know, a couple what days. They, what do they do the whole time? I know. Well, because they have to go to your doctor, and then your doctor has to find time to look at them, and then they've got to call you, and then you've got to go. The guy's right there. He should look at them. I feel like my doctor is probably going to look at them the day I show up, and he'd be like, mm, yeah. I don't see a problem. And I'm like, what did I do all this for? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. This text here, 5679, says, my, my husband went for one for his upper body. He also said it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. I know. I was chatting with our neighbor about it. He's like, terrible. That's the worst. Do not like them. Too tight. Were you legit just counting the entire time? I was. Also, like 10,000 is way more than, what would you say, 20 minutes? Like you were in there for I was hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was counting fast. Because <laughs> what's 6,000 is 100. Like, yeah, you were in there for a long time. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, Crash, I go to the U of A MRI to study my brain for FASD. Mm-hmm. I'll spend 60 minutes once a week in it. <gasps> oh, God. A week? Are you in the small one or big one? The small one. Says, I understand how you feel now, but now I just fall asleep. But yeah. I, if I fell asleep, though, then my legs would be moving. So there was, there was no sleep. Oh, like you'll twitch? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are getting music through the headphones. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I could I listen to something? See, I think it depends on where you go, because, like, I've had a number of them done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any music. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked to me. Mm-hmm. I think they asked me once to move. Oh. Like, I had to reposition. Sure, and, and, yeah. and they came on once and asked me how I was doing. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the squeezy ball either? I didn't get the squeezy ball, though, no. You didn't get a panic option? No, I was not panicked. I, this doesn't bother me. Well, no, they didn't give me the ball because of panic. Oh, uh, they gave sure? me the ball when I was sitting there. I wasn't even in the tube yet. They, They're like, all right, here's the headphones. Here's this. Squeeze it if you uh, have a question or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't get any of that. Oh. Yeah, no. Hmm. Maybe they had to look at you and they're like, get him the squeezy ball. I don't think so. <laughs> no, we were, look- no, we were just chatting. Oh. Was the chatting the reason for the the no talking? I'm like, oh, this looks really fun. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow. I really wanted this too. Oh, my God. Get that man the squeezy ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Get that man the squeezy oh, ball right now. God. Yeah, I don't I don't like being in very close spaces. I think a it was like an immediate don't. flashback to being uh, stuck in a culvert as a child. Maybe that's what it was. I did not like that. Because there was horror stories. Yeah. Of kids awful. That crawled into the culverts. I know. And never crawled out. When did you get stuck in a culvert? Well, we tried to crawl through the culvert. Uh, at the end of our driveway as kids. Oh. The culvert was bent in the middle, so it was a little tight. Right. And then just being kind of wedged in there with water running through it was not good. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, no. that sounds horrible. I remember being warned about culverts as a child. Yeah. Like, don't crawl in them. Like, don't worry, I won't. <laughs> they look terrifying. Yeah. They do. Uh, yeah. And that's exactly the flashback I had when I walked in this room. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Maybe I did have a look on my face. I think you did. <laughs> I think they were a little worried. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, right, Susie? Oh, my God, that is something from my nightmares. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are saying it's the worst. It's horrible. Huh. It is horrible. Haley, do you think you could do the tight tube MRI? No. No? <laughs> no, I bear- I struggle sometimes with my weighted blanket. Oh. So I don't think I would <laughs> yeah, do well in a tube. Yeah, yeah. If you ever need an MRI, make sure you get the big one. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have two sizes? I know, just go Different big. Different size of people, too. But they all fit in the big one. Everybody will fit in the big yeah, ones. Yeah, that's, so I mean. just, yeah. Yeah, that's why I mean. get rid of these tiny ones and just go big. Yeah, I don't know. Unless the big one doesn't get as detailed, me, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. They should have. I've only been in the tight one. <laughs> also, maybe next time you have a cat scan. Cat scans are more fun. Mm. Those are more. Uh, those are more open. Yeah. If you ever need a cat scan, mm-hmm. I had no idea there was this long of a process. I know. I thought they wheeled you in. The machine took its pictures, did what it does, and then yeah. wheeled you back out. I yeah, I thought I'd be like two minutes. What's it doing? Like for twenty-five minutes. Done. And I'm reading the sign on the wall. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they gave me the squeezy ball. I went in wide-eyed. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the first appointment of the day? First appointment of the day. Hey. And when I left, there was a lineup. Nice. And I got to wear hospital pants. Oh, which fun. Were really comfortable. Yeah. Hmm. And apparently there's only two or three big machines in the whole city, so they, they're they a limited amount. Ah. Oh. So the wait time for them might be a little bit longer. Well, they are in demand because yeah. a lot of people were waiting when I left. Ah, just meditate through it. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, but do some news here. It is 619, 23 lots of sunshine this afternoon. Uh, kind of same deal tomorrow and 28 on Sunday. By the way, looking into next week. Uh, looks like uh, by mid to late next week, it's going to be a hot one. Almost 30. Wow, summer weather. Yeah. Uh, traffic looks good this morning, too, guys. Nothing to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. You can text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. And here's something that's very cool as well, guys. It is, in fact, Fly Away Friday. Woo! Yeah. Which Fly is awesome. So uh, what does that mean? It means that you have an opportunity today to win a trip to a number of different places places, including Denver, Charlottetown, uh, San Francisco, and Quebec City. Nice. Which is pretty cool. How do you enter to win? Just by joining the conversation. Every text message at 56789, or if you give us a shout at 780-489-4669, automatically enters you to win, and the alarms in the studio could go off at any time today. We have to stop what we're doing and randomly call somebody to give them a trip. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very, Very cool. So yeah. why not enter? Mm. A big thanks to our friends at YEG, the Edmonton International Airport. We've partnered with them, and they're providing all this. And it's not just the trips. It's like parking, hotel. Yeah, yeah. accommodations. Com- oh, like, it's yeah, great. Like yeah, it's, it's awesome. And mm. it's a trip for two. You don't mm. have to leave tonight. 
A lot of people, for some reason, <laughs> yeah. think you got to leave today. You it's don't. Flexible. I mean, it's flexible. You very, could. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could, I, I guess. But It's flexible and it's have flexible. a passport. That's right. So make sure you join the conversation this morning for your chance to win for Fly Away Friday. Let's get to some news here for you guys on this Friday, June the 2nd. So uh, it's summer. Like Crash just did the, uh, I know it's not officially summer, but boy, oh boy, the temperatures sure do feel like it is. And that also means that it's construction season. So just make sure that you slow down. Watch out for our fellow men and women who are on the roads working. RCMP in southern Alberta had to hand out a $700 fine to a semi-truck driver after they were caught speeding through a construction zone. Oh, man. $700 fine. Jeez. Apparently, uh, some folks who were working down in Volker on the highway said that they called RCMP uh, after a semi-truck decided to barrel through it. Uh, wow. The transport truck driver was stopped for driving 88 kilometers per hour in the 50 kilometer per hour speed zone. Also remember, speeding uh, in construction zones doubles the fine. Uh, yeah, big time. That is ridiculous. And a semi. Oh. Yeah, and a semi. Jeez. We expect yeah. more of you big boys. Yeah, well, yeah. And like uh, your stopping time's way different than a vehicle, right? If you got to quickly stop. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, is it frustrating and inconvenient? Sure, it can be. But also, fixing the roads. Mm-hmm. Doing yeah. construction. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you slow down and watch out for our fellow humans who are on the road. Visitors to a nature area on the southwest side of Calgary were given quite the sight on Wednesday after a man was spotted trying to free a truck that was stuck along the Elbow River while he was butt naked. Wow. Apparently a naked dude. Um, was seen. Photos and videos that were shared online showed a man who was naked trying to dig a Dodge Ram truck out of the Elbow River at the Weaselhead Flats. Um, did he not want his clothing wet? Well, okay, so I looked into this because I was like, why What's? Why is this dude nude? Yeah. I had to figure it out. Apparently, due to the location of the incident, it's technically in a, quote, clothing optional area. Oh. So him being naked either makes sense, but it's unclear if he realized, like, did he go into the river clothed and was mm. like, oh, I'm in a nudist He's area. like, well, I gotta abide by the rules. Right, yeah. so he took his clothes <laughs> off. <laughs> or was he driving naked and mm. then got his truck stuck in the river? It's hard to say. Hmm. Or if you're if you're digging a truck out of a river, you're gonna get your clothes wet. That's I'm, true, too. Maybe he was in there fully clothed, and then when, like, once it was time to get a digging, because there's a picture of him up in the app. He's wearing his boots. Um, and also, like... He he's digging there, but there's also another vehicle in front of him that's looking to help out. Yeah. So he chose not to put any any clothing on. Right. Is the is there? Can you see the person in the other vehicle? Are no. they new too? No, I just see the hatch open. Oh, they are uh, well stocked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, you're not supposed to be driving in that area. So um, in the river? Oh, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're not supposed to be driving along the river. Visitors have to park their vehicles at a natural area parking lot and then walk down to the beach area. It's a 30 minute walk to the beach from the parking lot. Oh. So it's not exactly known like how that guy got down there. He didn't want to do the walk. He didn't want to do the walk. He thought he could probably drive on the edge of the river. Yeah. And he no. got stuck. He was wrong. Mm-hmm. Very wrong. There's no word on whether or not they got the truck out. I don't know if it's still there or maybe if he's still running around nude. Who mm-hmm. knows? <laughs> so, What a photo. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a, it is a photo. Are you expected, because when you're at the nude beach, you're all in there together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not try, you're, Everyone's trying not to make it weird for everyone else. Yeah. You're all adults about it. Yeah. Is there like a sense of community? Like, are you supposed to help a guy dig out his truck? Well, probably. probably. I would. 
I'd but, be like, all right, well, let's get to but it. But you're wasting your time. I know. Like, what is he? What is he digging out? Yeah, I don't know what he's digging because just just stop. It you need snow. chains and you need a truck on dry land. More water's gonna come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you can <laughs> shovel it all you like. Yeah. Would you do a, Would you try to get your truck out nude, or would you try put your clothes on first? Well, yeah, I feel like digging my truck out nude is weird. Yeah, but I, if everyone else is nude, then you probably got to strip down. But like at least bottoms, right? No. Oh, okay. No, if everyone's nude, get nude. Yeah. Blend. It's easier to blend. Make sure you don't pinch any tips. <laughs> That's like I feel like I would want it on just for yeah protection. protection. At least have the nips and the tips covered. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or stand behind the truck and be like, "All right, fire it up." And then just like uh, spin dirt and mud all over you, and right, then you're kind of yeah. covered. You, I guess he's also and you right. fight with your friends in the water. <laughs> okay, well you could do that too. If you don't have the app, he's bent over trying to get a shovel under his truck. When he goes to get the other wheel, he's going to be turned the other way. Oh yeah, yeah. You want some shorts on? You do want some shorts on? Yeah, he's he's showing a lot there. So hopefully he was able to get his truck out of the river. Who knows, though? Mm-hmm. For those of you who went to see Fast and the Furious, uh, people are reviewing it and saying that they like it, and they like this news even more. Dwayne Johnson announced yesterday that he's returning as Luke Hobbs in an untitled Fast and Furious movie. He describes the project as a fresh new chapter that will set up Fast X Part 2, or is that Fast 10 Part 2? I thought they were done with the Fast and the Furious franchise. Well, apparently they're not. not. It won't be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, though. So it's technically not the next Fast and the Furious movie, but more like a bridge to it. Mm. So that I guess that's where that's why it's being described as Fast X.5. Sources say that it is expected to include other fast actors, but there's no word yet on who. But get this. The Rock and Vin Diesel say they've set their differences oh, aside. Oh, I knew, I knew you guys yeah. would be relieved Jeez. this morning. <laughs> the Rock said, quote, last summer, Vin Diesel and I put all the past behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve. Well, yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars does that. <laughs> and we'll always take care of the franchise, the characters, and the fans that we love. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, I've built my career on an audience first mentality, and that will always serve as my North Star. Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah, because they're hurting. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, it was tough for us, the fast fans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mummy and Daddy were fighting. Because mm-hmm. as Vince says, it's all about family. Sure. And yeah. we couldn't, we had to pick a side, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. So, it's tough when you have to do that in a family. You don't have to anymore. Mm. The boys are back together. Man, lucky. Speaking of things going fast and furious, this happened last week in Georgia. And I'm not sure if you guys saw the video yesterday, but if you didn't, you're going to want to watch it today. A tow truck was on a highway with its ramp down. Oh, my God. I saw this video. It was ready to pick up a car when a different car came barreling down the road onto the truck's ramp. And then it went airborne, Dukes of Hazard style, (gasps) flew about 120 feet before smashing into another car. It is a crazy what? ass video. What the hell's going on here? And this big flat deck, it was lowered. Yes. So it was just a giant ramp. It was yes. perfect. It was, yeah, the perfect. Everything was set up perfectly for this jump. It looks like a like a, a stunt being filmed for a movie. It does. Could you imagine you're just standing around and all of a sudden this car like takes this ramp and flies? Well, yeah, yeah. 
Because I think there was an accident on the other side of the road. There was. And uh, they were lining up all the vehicles, and this tow truck was just uh, standing by. Standing by to get get vehicles off the road. this car just clipped it. By the way, two people were injured. It was captured on a sheriff's body cam, and I do have the audio of that. Do you guys want to hear a little bit of it? Yes. All right, have a listen. It looks almost like a scene out of Dukes of Hazard, but it's not. A car ran into the back of a tow truck, went airborne. A tow truck was trying to tow another car on Georgia 38 when it also got hit. Gray Nissan Altima hit the bed of the tow truck before flying into the air. The Altima traveled about 120 feet before landing on top of a black Nissan Altima. The driver of the black car and a Lowndes County deputy were injured and taken to South Georgia Medical Center. Oh, never mind. They didn't run the audio because it's full of swears. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see the asterisks there. Lots of profanity. Yeah. So the car, because in the video you can't quite tell, the car flying through the air did did in fact land on the other car. It landed on the other car because it kind of looked like it landed beside it. But yeah, it landed on it. My or God. maybe not directly on it, but it like clipped the side it, of it. Clipped it. Imagine just driving. You're like <whistles> clipping along, doing whatever sixty, and this car you just happen to catch from the your left side of the car. You see a car flying through the air, and then boom on you. Do we know if the driver realized what he did? Did he like? Because we've all everyone's thought about it. Oh yeah, like, could you imagine? Yeah. Like, did he, like, take his shot when he saw it? I don't know. Was he not paying attention? I'm going to say looking down. Looking down. He lined it up just right. It was lined up perfectly. I'm going to say just so happens, looked down, and just at that time, when he looked down, uh, he probably just swerved a bit to the left and clipped the trailer or clipped the uh, tow truck. I think he took it on purpose. Oh, I don't think so. That's a a suicide mission. The tow truck is, in, it's not like on the shoulder. Yeah. He's in a lane. He is in yeah, a he's lane. he's taking up a lane. Yeah, I don't know. I think that tow truck driver didn't put out his pylons either. There's no pylons. <laughs> <laughs> there's Are not a sure? single pylon in oh. the photo. There's Or, or a light. <laughs> oh, or yeah, lights. There's no lights Yeah, either. there's no light bar on oh, the tow so truck. Maybe he was just coming down on that right lane then and maybe he was looking down at his phone for a quick sec. Because if it is, in fact, like fully in the lane, which it kind of does look like that. Yeah. Right? Then maybe still distracted, look down, look up. You see a vehicle, you're like, whatever. Look down, look up, and it's right there. Yeah, there's no lights. It's a divided highway, and the one side is riddled with uh, emergency vehicles. On the other side where the tow truck is, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody died, which is... And oh, who, uh, who was the driver? The well, driver of the car that did the jump, they were fine? Well, see, some people... I don't know, is it a lady or a dude? Uh, some people are saying it was like a, a woman in oh, her okay. 20s. And but she I, was not injured. I couldn't. I couldn't find that information. I like. I couldn't get a a confirmation on that. Because yeah, in that news story, they just said the person that was driving yeah. the car on the ground. Yeah. And then the officer was injured. Based on the looks of the car, I mean, it was the driver of the car that's in the hospital. Because that car like fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it ain't like the movies at all. Yeah, because like in the movies, they do a sweet jump, they land, and the bumper bends. Big. You're like, and furious. wow. <laughs> yeah. This car just went. <laughs> Holy crap, Ola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's alive. Jeez. The video is nuts. Yeah, you got to watch that video. Also, if it was a distracted driving, because some people are saying that they heard that it was a woman who was distracted by her phone. Yeah. Um, let this be a lesson. <laughs> My God. Put your phone down. <laughs> yeah. Lest you do something awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Better be captured. <laughs> All right. This is a this is a crazy story. I'm not sure if you guys read this, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a disclaimer on this one because it is a little disturbing. A fast food restaurant manager in the 
the States was found deceased after being trapped in their walk-in freezer. Did you guys see this? Yeah. This is the Arby's one? The Arby's. Her family is now suing the fast food chain um, and its franchise owner. It turns out that more and more information is coming out. It was a faulty door. Yeah. A faulty door. Those, uh, like, freezers, coolers, they don't put a regular door handle on the inside. Usually it's just like a big round... Uh, like circle with a pin like uh, I got locked into the coolers at the Petro-Canada I worked at many years oh ago oh my gosh and I had to climb through all the pop oh my goodness it was yeah I, I knocked all the pop over like you had pop- to climb through like the, the pop door yeah because we had uh, the display of pop that you see at a convenience yeah. store yeah, the and behind there yeah they have the big cooler door that you go in and that's where you stock all the pop and yeah I went in there and I went to open the door and the pin fell out <gasps> and I'm like oh my god and, like, I'm the only one running the gas station at the time, so I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I'm trying to hit, shove the door. It's not opening. So I moved all the Pepsi and stuff over, and I climbed over the rack, and I shoved the door open. And then there was a customer in the store. I'm like, hey, hey, can you go in the back hallway and open the door? And then they went through the back hallway and just unlocked the door. Was it was it a chill? Like, it was a freezer? Was it cold? No, that was or? just the, the cooler. It was just the cooler. Yeah, the freezer. I couldn't imagine. Because oh. this is a, this was a yeah, freezer. This is why she died. Yeah, oh, so this goodness. woman, this was at a location in Louisiana. And apparently, um, she was 63 years old. She went to the restaurant to perform some opening duties and got trapped in the freezer, which, according to their company policy, is kept at minus 23. Oh, oh man. God, this poor woman. I know. Minus 23? Minus 23. Does the freezer need to be that cold? No. I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, that's... What, are, what are our fridge freezers run at? Again, this is in Louisiana, so maybe it's different oh, here in Canada. Because it's mm. so hot Because it's there. so hot there. Oh, maybe. I guess, but inside but, it, but it doesn't. But it's an air conditioned Arby's. Yeah. It should be fine. Yeah, minus 23. Hmm. So apparently, I mean, obviously, being trapped in there, she passed away due to hypothermia. Apparently, uh, it was her son who also works at yeah. the Arby's who found who her. Who found her. No. Oh. oh. Oh, that's horrible. I wonder how long it would take to. Minus 23 is mighty cold. Yeah, minus 23. We've all felt that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Because she wouldn't be dressed for the conditions. That's, no, you'd just be in your... You'd just be in your, your army uniform. Uniform. Yeah. yeah. She could be wearing shorts. See, how long can you last minus 23 mm-hmm. degrees? Because, yeah, hypothermia, everything will kick in mm-hmm. very quick. Without cold gear, yeah. it says at minus 25, um, about 10 minutes before the beginning of hypothermia. 10 minutes? Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. What an insanely cold freezer. Right? Yeah. Are they flash freezing their fries? What's happening to Arby's? <laughs> My God, I don't know. Yeah, that is way too Because I've worked at a number of places that that have had like a... Um, people are saying it's Fahrenheit. No, it's not. It's I'm sorry. It is Celsius. Fahrenheit is... Um, they put the Fahrenheit there, too. Fahrenheit was minus 10 Fahrenheit. So it's minus 23 Celsius. Um, I've worked at a lot of places that have... Um, like, that had, like, storage. Like, mm-hmm. fridges. Yeah. And I've never been locked in one. Mm-hmm. But I've thought about it. Yeah. Well, why can't you just put a regular door handle on? Like, I put a picture of the door handle that I ripped off in the cooler. Like, what a dumb design. Why can't I just have a lever? Mm-hmm. When I... Uh, it's a stupid little round... Uh, round handle with a pin. That's when I, dumb. When I used to work at uh, Shoppers a long time ago, they had the freezer storage yeah. for like their frozen pizzas and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But inside, they had all of their jackets hung up in the freezer. What? 
Yeah. So if you were that going, like oh, so if you got locked in, you could put on your cold gear. Yeah. Oh, backup. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so we had jackets we could put on to go in and out of it. Because if you're spending any time in there, it's freezing. That's you true. You need to be wearing a jacket. Even in the coolers, like stocking uh, all the pop and stuff, you mm-hmm. do get cold in there. So yeah, yeah, freezer yeah. makes sense to throw jackets in there. Yeah, but they had them hung up inside, which I thought was that's a good idea. Mighty brilliant. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I've never been. Uh, I've I haven't worked like in an area that had like a freezer. Mm-hmm. Just more of a more of just like a fridge, giant fridge. Like not a walk-in. It was a walk-in. Oh, but it wasn't like it wasn't minus minus twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it, we, it was a fridge. Mm-hmm. When I was working at the Burger Bistro at Callaway Park as oh. a teen, oh, yeah. we had it was yeah, just a walk-in cooler. They yeah, served, that's what we had. Which was a delight. They were using like, frozen food there. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So you keep all the veg. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep mm-hmm. your tomatoes, your lettuce, yeah, your onions, sure. mm-hmm. your pickles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all your standard stuff. But it was like a little treat to walk into on a hot summer day. Yeah. I didn't realize our freezers were kept at such bone-chilling temperatures. That is ridiculous. Frozen's frozen, right? Like well, once, yeah, once you get it's past frozen, minus, it's good. Like once you're past minus five, like you're just yeah, like, the stuff going in there is already frozen. You're just trying to keep it frozen, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Obviously, these guys who are running businesses and texting in know more than we do. This text here says, in Canada, as per AHS, proper frozen storage is minus 18. Oh, my goodness. That's cold. Janelle says, we measure our freezers. We're anywhere from minus 15 to minus 30. What? I just looked the... Oh, this is for a fridge. Yeah, fridge is different than yeah, freezer. Fr- sorry, I thought I had uh, a yeah. freezer. Yeah, the fridge on average is uh, 2.2 degrees Celsius. So when you're uh, doing some Costco shopping mm-hmm. in the frozen food section, mm-hmm. and you see someone walking around inside there, stocking shelves, it's minus 20 in there? Mm-hmm. In the freezer, it must be. Yep. Good. Yeah, it must be. That is a lot. Oh, yeah, minus... I just did uh, the average freezer temperature, commercial grade freezer, Yep, shows uh, minus 17.7. Yeah, it's got to be minus 18 if, yeah, according to that's, AHS. That's cold. For your freezer. Why does it need to be that cold? When something's that uh, chilly dangerous, do you think they'd install like a hardline phone or something inside it? Yeah, there should be. Or an emergency button or anything. Uh, some of them do. So, okay, for some reason, there's a lot of people who are texting in who have been stuck in a cooler. Mm. And I I find that that's terrifying. Well, it's a stupid door handle. I used to grab a crate and prop the door open, which I know I wasn't supposed to. Uh, No. (laughs) Because I had a lever. As Mars is ruining all the food near the yes, door. I was, <laughs> a t- I was a teenager and didn't care. Yeah. But mine mine didn't have like that circle with the pin. Oh. I had an I had a lever. Oh, you actually had the lever. It was a lever. big mm. silver lever that you had to, oh. to go mm. in and to go out. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody listening this morning? 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, I don't want to go as dark as like this story, obviously. But maybe you got trapped in something at work. Um, if it was a cooler, that's crazy if you've got a story. Maybe it was just like a, a closet, a storage room. You went in somewhere and it locked behind you. Mm-hmm. Crash got stuck in the cooler at Petro Canada. Oh, yeah. He had Terrible. to climb through the Terrifying. pop. Climb through the pop. We could have been robbed that day. <laughs> yeah, if I was that guy that you called for help to, I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to fill up and gas real quick. And <laughs> yeah. Then I'll come give you a hand. A little gas and dash, grab yeah. some DVDs and go. <laughs> Because this is an awful story. Yeah, yeah. It is Flyaway Friday, so if you join the conversation this morning, you're automatically entered to win. Where did you get stuck in at work? This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
We're talking about getting stuck at work. Um, this poor woman in Louisiana at an Arby's got stuck in the freezer. Unfortunately, she passed away because, as we were reading, uh, the freezer was at about minus 23 degrees Celsius and at minus 25, hypothermia sets in in about 10 minutes, mm-hmm. which is horrible. In this building on our sister's station, we had a morning show that uh, got locked in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Because this building has, like, that. every door has fobs. You're, yeah. you got to carry your fobs on you. Yes. And just the way the setup was, uh, they're uh, going upstairs and coming oh. from upstairs. They were locked within the corridor because you needed your fob to open the door to access the lower I've, part. I've been locked in there. Yeah. Remember I called you? I was like, I'm in the stairwell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't have any deep freezes. Nope. But we do have uh, the stairway. <laughs> we have the stairway. Although in that stairwell at that time, there were a bunch of uh, old bottles in there, so it really reeked. Oh, right, during the bottle drive time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So we want to know, where did you get stuck at work? It doesn't have to be a refrigerator. It doesn't have to be like a freezer. It could be anywhere. Maybe it was a closet. Maybe it was a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, This text here at 56789 says, hey, guys, good morning. I was driving down the highway. I had to go to the bathroom, pulled over at a gas station, got locked in the bathroom. Oh. It was one of those bathrooms, though, that was around back where you had to ask for the key at the front. Mm Mm-hmm. There was no way for me to get out. Luckily, I had my cell phone on me. I had to call the front of the gas station, mm-hmm. which they didn't answer until about the fifth time I tried. Oh, my God. Holy Yikes. cow. And, like, chances are no one's walking by that bathroom. So even if you're banging on the yeah. door, they're not going to hear. Because it's not in the, yeah. in the gas station. It's around the back. And if you've ever seen one of those types of bathrooms, Ooh. I'm not answering that door anyway. Uh, if I heard banging? No. 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 I agree. I could hear banging and screaming. You'll I'm, die. I'm getting back in my vehicle <laughs> right. and I'm leaving. You're right. Nothing. I'd run away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669. Let's do uh, Rebecca. Hello. Morning. Hey. Hi. Uh, you ended up getting stuck somewhere at work, right? I did. I was working at Canadian Tire in South Common, and I had to go grab some cleaning in yep. one of the utility closets in between the bathrooms. Okay. And I went in there, and the door shut, and it locked me in. Why would the and door lock you in? I don't know. It was, like, jammed. Oh, no. So, we weren't allowed to have our cell phones on the floor. Thank goodness I had mine with me. <gasps> and I called the front desk. And I was they're like, hey, can you hold me? I was like, no. I'm locked, in this, I'm locked in this. They had to call managers. It took like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes for them to get me out. And I'm inside panicking. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Really? The door jammed that bad that it took them that long to open it? Yeah, it was terrifying. And it was busy. So, you know, it might have taken a little bit longer to get there, but yeah. it was terrible. Were, was, was there any scary. was there any panicking initially, like banging on the door, screaming in hopes that someone in the bathroom would help you out? No, I just I just immediately called the front desk because I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm terrified of closed places. It's not yeah. happening. Do you think anyone, let's say you didn't have your phone, do you think anyone would have helped you out or would they have just walked by? <laughs> I don't think anybody would have heard me because how busy it was oh that's I, terrifying I guess, and you got music playing in the bathroom oh my too. gosh if i heard uh if i heard a door like someone banging on a door in the bathroom yeah i don't think i'm i don't think i'm addressing it yeah, no i would either <laughs> I mean, I'd, go, I'd go get somebody else uh, would you though yeah probably i don't i, would, I like, don't think i would uh i would tell somebody who looked like they had authority <laughs> i guess i don't know <laughs> Interesting. oh okay. thank god you had your yeah. phone thanks rebecca thanks rebecca exactly, yeah Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Yeah, like, uh, if you're running any business, basically, I guess any locked door, any little room should probably yeah. have a panic button. 
or Maybe? you shove your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here, five six seven eight nine. It is Flyaway Friday, by the way. So if you join the conversation by giving us a shout, shooting us a text, you're automatically entered to win. So hey guys, I got stuck in a shack in the oil field. Eight foot round shack, six feet tall, no windows. Oh, God. The handles there notoriously get rusted and seized up, so everybody will leave the door open while inside. As did I, but the wind blew, the door shut, and the latch closed. <gasps> I did not have my phone on me. You're supposed to leave it in the truck due to explosions. Oh. Oh. I tried the latch. I tried pushing the door and body checking it. Finally, I had to Spartan kick the latch, and the door swung open. <gasps> Jeez. I now take my phone with me. I'd rather die in an explosion than have that happen ever again. Mm. Yeah. Eight foot round shack, six feet, no windows. If you, uh, let's say you're, you're at work and you get locked into a room anywhere, if you don't have your phone and you kick the door and you bust through the wall, mm-hmm. is that on you? Like, it will work be like, you need to pay for the repairs. Uh, you need to fix your door latch. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. You, but you already busted the latch. Now I'm kicking through the wall. No, no way. <laughs> You're not covering that? Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't swing that. <laughs> Why are so many doors, especially like the freezers to yeah. supply closets, the handle to get in uh-huh. is large and robust. Yeah. You can't miss it. The handle to exit the tiny room. And it's all willy-nilly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, about 15 years ago, I got stuck in the 7-Eleven bathroom on White Avenue while on mushrooms for 45 minutes. Oh, no. I'm going to say the door handle worked. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you, you just had a time in there. Wow, oh, don't look in the mirror. Just like, what do you do? Yeah, you got, you got lost in the mirror, oh. buddy. <laughs> that door was working fine. Bigger washer than I expected. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, boy. It is crazy how many people have been stuck though yeah um lee how you doing <laughs> good yourself good, good good uh you were stuck somewhere right yeah it wasn't at work it was at a resort in vegas you know the one that's themed after egypt oh the, and, uh, the, Luxor? the Luxor. yeah okay i wasn't sure if i could say it so. oh, oh I, yeah, I, yeah. they don't advertise it's yeah okay. they're fine yeah you can say the Luxor. it's okay it's a dump okay. yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not it's fine <laughs> Anyway, anyway, you know their elevators don't go straight up and down. No, they're they they're angled. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, they got to go with the triangle, the pyramid. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like a gondola almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're really kind of weird because they they don't feel like an elevator. They have a lot of vibration, so you always feel like you're going to fall or it's going to break. My God. I got stuck in it for like. 15 minutes or so, it kept going up and down and up and down and wouldn't stop. Oh! Stop at any floor. My husband was downstairs in the lobby waiting for me, and he's like, well, where is she? So, it just kept going. <laughs> Finally, it did stop, and I don't remember what floor, and I got out of it, and I went in another elevator, <laughs> and I went down, and I told the, I told the, the concierge, yeah. and they said, Oh, we're sorry for your experience. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to do anything about it? So, so I was telling my friend who was there with us, and she said, oh, I found a used adult toy in the drawer, and they upgraded us to a suite and refunded 
my resort fee. And I'm like, I got an I'm sorry for being yeah. trapped. Yeah, you got me, I'm sorry for being trapped. <laughs> but I used a dog toy. a safety issue and you huh. found a used adult toy? <laughs> what a time. Oh. Good times at the Luxor. Oh, that sucks. I didn't even get a free drink. Oh, oh, they should have given no. you at least a coupon. Yeah, you should have got something. Oh, yeah. boy. Some gambling bucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh, we're we're okay. glad you're out. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, thanks, Oh, me Lee. too. And don't go to the Luxor. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, thanks. You too. Bye. But yeah, it, it, you should, should have got something, right? Yeah. That's why I always say, regardless of what happened, and there was a dildo. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's how you finish your story. Yeah. <laughs> um, the elevator getting, people are getting stuck in elevators all the time. This text here says, guys, I got stuck in a storage room on the third level down in a parkade while working. Mm. I was grabbing some things and the door closed behind me. The fob system wasn't working. After about 15 minutes of me slamming my shoulder into the door, it finally opened. That's from Mike and LaDuke. I don't think I've ever been in a good parkade elevator. Well, this was I, a storage locker. Oh, this is just storage locker. Yeah. But like with elevators, no. like sketch ones, oh. like can you think of one good parkade elevator? No. They're all no. trash. No. At what point do you start like freaking out? Because the first time you get stuck, the doors don't open. Yeah. Like you call for help. Hey, mm. anybody? You do a little little banging. Yeah, yeah. Like at what point are you slamming your shoulder into the wall oh, the in an sec- attempt to break through? Two minutes? The second I realize I'm stuck. Two minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'd maybe give it five. Oh, five? five? Okay. See if I can reach somebody on my phone. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sharon, hello. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Uh, your hubby, um, he ended up locking you out? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> last weekend when the, you know, freak storm kind of just rolled through and rolled out. Yeah. Uh, we were outside. I was watering the grass. He was having a smoke. And then all of a sudden he decided that he was going in. I didn't know. <laughs> but he always goes outside our side door. And locks the door after he's done. Yeah. Well, he did that, and here me and the dog are like outside, and I'm wearing like a dress, and you know this windstorm's coming up. <laughs> we lock, we lock all of our gates for security reasons and sure. everything else. Yeah. All of my neighbors are inside because it's like blowing like you know fifty mile an hour winds yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And I'm sitting outside with my dog having our J Lo moment, and he's. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. He's downstairs no. gaming, and I'm like pounding on all the windows. I go to the basement windows. Oh, I'm like no. pounding. I'm like sitting outside. Mm-hmm. And like an hour later, he comes and he's like, Oh, I didn't realize you were outside. An hour later, he finally takes his yeah. headphones off. He's like, Oh, I gotta bust a piss. Oh, <laughs> he's no. like, Where's my wife? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> oh, how angry were you? <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't speak for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That is awesome. I okay. bet. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> Thanks. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So with the weather being uh, a little cooler and a little wetter over the last couple of days, Edmonton Fire Rescue Services has announced that they've lifted the fire ban for the city that was effective yesterday morning. Edmontonians can now use backyard fire pits and barbecues, cooking stoves, backyard smokers that use wood and briquettes. Living is normal. Yay! There is something about a backyard fire pit that just feels right. They do want to remind you, though, that permits are still needed for open burning and to buy, store, and use fireworks. Mm -hmm. So don't go crazy. Apparently, though, they are monitoring the fire weather index every day. They take into account temperature, humidity, wind speeds, and rain. And following rain and cooler temperatures, they said, we're going to rescind the fire ban. Mm -hmm. They did say, though, watch out. 
Because if the weather changes, the band's coming back. Have your watering bucket nearby. That's Put right. out that fire quickly. Is it just math? Are they just counting the amount of millimeters of rain we've had in the past X number of days? And they figure the ground should be wet enough? Or is like, or is there one guy out there? One guy. Finger in the soil. He is. Not yet. And wind Not is a today. big one. Wind is a big... If it's mm. windy, they're like, no. So that'll dry things out? Because it'll dry things out mm. or it will spread fire. Yeah. Mm. It'll do those things as well. By the way, the most up-to-date list on fire bands can be found on the Alberta Fire Bands website, which is albertafirebands.ca. Yeah. I was just on there this morning. I think we're good to go, Mars. Oh, my God. I we think we're fire? good to go. We have a fire? Yeah. You got to have that mesh over your fire pit. You got to have a mesh over the fire pit in some places. Yes. Which I've always yes. done. Everyone uses the mesh. Yeah. Beware the embers. <laughs> as our neighbor's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Listen, it's a big pit. <laughs> Also, it's an open flame. Like, who are we kidding? The mesh is saving it, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the mesh is mostly for like ember sparks, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm usually fully sober around a fire pit, right? I, I see the embers hit the grass. I stomp them out. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like is Edmonton going rogue? St. Albert's still a fire ban. Yeah, there's a few places. Those are fire restrictions. Oh, on firebans.ca, it says fire. It ban. says fire ban restrictions in Strathcona County. Yeah, we just got restrictions. We got restrictions. Firebound in Devon, Fireban in Fort Sask. Edmonton's... Edmonton went rogue. Ahead of the curve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they sure are. A little are. greener here. A little yeah, greener, I guess. Yeah, a little greener. Maybe we got a little bit more moisture. Yeah. Even Parkland County, fire restriction. Just make sure it's covered. Covered mm-hmm. with the mesh. We have quicker access to fire services than some sure, of the... yeah. So depending on where you live, maybe have a look at this. Oh, yeah, look at St. Albert is red. Yeah, where's that? Because there's people that live on the line there. Yeah. Is that the only time where you tell people you're not from St. Albert? <laughs> Even then. God, you guys, can I just tell you something? I was in St. Albert again yesterday. Yeah. And I sent Crash a, a photo and a video of where I was. And he's like, why does that look like a Hallmark movie? Uh, I'm like, because St. Albert. Downtown yep. St. Albert. Gorgeous. God. It's, it's pretty. It's so beautiful. Got the sturgeon winding through there. Oh, yeah. Like over walks. Yeah. God. What are they burning up in St. Albert? Probably not pine like I am. <laughs> you know, I don't think so. Yeah, pine and pallets. <laughs> only mahogany. Yeah, only mahogany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you're oak, right. Uh, <laughs> oak fires. Yeah, you're right. So pretty. Yeah. This is pretty crazy as well uh, with the weather that we've had. I mean, uh, we did have some thunderstorms roll through over the past couple of days. A tornado was seen east of Red Deer in central Alberta on Wednesday afternoon. We weren't, didn't have a chance to talk about it yesterday, but if you didn't see the photos of it, it's pretty crazy. Environment Canada meteorologists were tracking a severe thunderstorm that was producing a tornado north of Stetler, and it was classified as a land spout. So there's two different types of tornadoes. We have land spout tornadoes and supercell tornadoes. Land spouts and twisters are triggered by thunderstorms that develop quickly, and they're generally smaller and weaker than, let's say, a supercell tornado. If I uh, approached a land spout tornado, yes. um, will it pick me up? Or will it just be like extremely windy? Uh, I wouldn't try it. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to just put the advice out there to not walk <laughs> into a land spout tornado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Bad but, call. But I don't know. I don't know if it's got the the power Does, to right? demand from is the it, ground. Yeah. Is it just like your dirt devils, but on a bigger scale? I don't think it's. I, I think it. I don't go into a land spout tornado. I know you want to, but well, don't. How much damage can a landspout tornado cause? A can la- it take down a barn? A la- yes. A landspout tornado with a narrow rope-like condensation funnel that forms while the thundercloud is still growing. Mm. There's no rotating updraft. The spinning motion originates near the ground. 
Change that photo that you posted. Is that a fake photo? That's legit, baby. Why does it look f- badly photoshopped? You think there's a Stetler tornado conspiracy? Yeah, there is. <laughs> it does look like it he, looks fake. Like you want to walk into that crash? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, I, yeah, no. I'm not walking into that. This just looks like a bad graphic. The dirt's doing a lot of heavy lifting there because it, it does look super awesome because it's over a farmer's field. Yeah. Yes. So it's just uh, the color of night, the tornado itself sucking up all that dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably because they just be laying seed too. He must be furious. I would imagine. Or she. Or she. That's right. Because my but brother don't. sent me a picture of a... I'm, I'm guessing this is a landspout tornado that was near his house, too. See, that that's what I envisioned. Ginger's photo looks like a weird graphic. Mm. Well, that's a tornado, baby. That's yeah, that's a, a tornado. Yours is a breeze. Let's see that. Yeah, that's that's like a dirt devil in a field. Would you yeah. walk into that one? No, I, w- I don't, I don't want to be whipped around with wind. Mm. By the way, storm chasers were out in that Stetler area. Well, they mm. should have been. Because yeah. this is their season, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Storm chasers are cool as hell. I would totally do a ride along one day. With a storm How chaser? How crazy would that be? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess not as crazy as you think. Yeah. Oh, I hope that there's a storm. But if we're just like but, I mean, chatting. You, you know why this was a big deal? Because huh. we don't get a lot of tornadoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are wasting <laughs> their entire summer just cruising the prairies, fingers crossed. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I think they don't cruise it just looking for tornadoes. They wait for weather. They follow supercells. Well, yeah, they, they go on uh, like uh, the weather maps. What was yeah. that uh, wind website we were looking at? Wind. Windy.com. Yeah. And they figure they it out. look at that and they're like, one's coming. Uh, did they just have like uh, the Twister soundtrack on repeat? <laughs> oh yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Thinking of Helen Hunt, they're yeah. like mm. Van Halen, human beings. <laughs> That's right. So watch out for those. By the way, that Twister near Stetler was detec- detected just before four thirty. Apparently, it moved at ten kilometers per hour, so it was a slow buddy, and it fizzled out about a half an hour later. Hmm. So there you go. All right, here's um, here's some interesting news for you. If you've got somebody in your family or in your life or maybe every now and again it's you who believes everything that you read on the internet and you think that it's actual people who are telling you information, I've got some shocking bad news for you. So this is a Canadian study that found that almost half of all 2022 web traffic came from bots. Wow. Half. Wow. The findings come from Imperva, which is a leader in the world of cybersecurity, and they outlined what a bot is and the amount of traffic bots that contribute to the World Wide Web. Nearly half, or 47.2% of all internet traffic in 2022, was automated, which is also known as bots. Of the 47.2%, over 30% of it was from bad bots. Mm. Now, what is a bad bot? Well, a bad bot is a software application running tasks with quote malicious intent whether it's for misinformation scalping fraud or theft oh so if you believe what you think you're reading online is posted by people there's a good 50% chance that it's not hmm now, apparently, uh, human traffic was still just slightly the majority, uh, but not by much. It was like 50 point something percent. And there were periods, though, where bad bot traffic took over. For example, in March of 2022, human traffic was at 49.3 percent, which is less than half of all Internet traffic. Bad bot traffic peaked at almost 36 percent. Hmm. Yeah, because companies will pay for like bot software bot, to yeah, do the right. job for them. Yeah. And that's just like marketing, the marketing machine. But yeah, bad bots. Bad bots. Shame on you. Yes. Shame. <laughs> well, 
I might explain a lot. We'll never get away from it. People's thoughts and ideas. Mm. Mm. You'll never get away from it. They're not coming from other people's thoughts and ideas, or they are. They're just coming from a generated bot. Mm -hmm. Was from somebody with some malicious intent. Sure, yeah. By the way, the largest share of bad bot traffic by industry, law and government, number one, travel, number two, telecom, number three, retail, number four, uh, Oh, no, sorry, a gaming, number four, and financial services, number five. Hmm. The top country targeted by bad bots and misinformation and fraud and all that bad stuff, America. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. That came in at number one. Mm-hmm. So. There's just so much of it. Well, what do we do? Just forget about the internet. Mm-hmm. We tried and failed. Yeah. The internet was a mistake. The yeah. internet was a huge mistake. Going out of business sale. Yeah, we are too gullible as a we can't as, handle as it. a species. Yeah, mm-hmm. we stick be- to books. We believe exactly. We speak, we believe everything we see and read. Should we just like only trust ChatGPT now? No, don't <laughs> even trust that. Oh God, <laughs> let's not start that. Yeah, <laughs> just be kind. So it sounds like Al Pacino didn't exactly want to celebrate when he found out that his 29 year old girlfriend was having his baby. Oh, well, he's Ooh. probably too tired. Do you remember this? Yeah. So if you uh, were listening to us. On Wednesday, if you were hanging out with us, we did have in the news that Al Pacino is expecting a baby with 29-year-old Noor uh, Alfala. And he is so pissed, he demanded a prenatal DNA test. A source claims that Al did not want any more children and that Noor told him she couldn't conceive because of a thyroid problem, which apparently he believed... Well, well, look sure, at her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's very attractive. <laughs> a source says, quote, she knew Al didn't want to have any more kids. They have no relationship and it's a mess. Supposedly, Noor got into Al's life before the pandemic by becoming close to his 22 year old daughter. Mm. The relationship was basically over for more than a year and she reestablished contact with Pacino again and got knocked up. So he's demanding now. Uh, paternity, paternity test. test. Oh, where's was, Maury? I don't know. Oh. Where is Maury? I yeah. agree. Mm. By the way, on the flip side, Robert De Niro says that being a father again feels great and that he's, quote, very happy for Al Pacino, to which Al Pacino growled and said, I don't want any more kids. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that's disappointing. You want people to be happy. Yeah. The announcement of a beautiful of a baby. baby. And like the kid's not going to really know Al Pacino. And the kid will Google some stories eventually and be like, oh, yeah. my dad didn't want me. I know. Well, a lot of dads don't. They just don't go, <laughs> they just don't go public with it. <laughs> That's true. It's true. All right. This is a summer safety tip for you guys. It's hard to believe that this can happen, but it did in the UK. Never leave your sunglasses on your dashboard or a resulting death ray could burn your car up. Mm. A fire department in England posted a photo to show how it can really start a fire, just like burning stuff with a magnifying glass. And they say that it happened to someone's car just a few days ago. Yeah, I guess. Why wouldn't it? Right. Apparently, somebody left their glasses on top of their dashboard, like along the top of their steering wheel, as you do, right? Like you take your glasses off, you throw them on your dashboard. It looks like it even burned a giant hole through their windshield. Oh. Oh, no. So basically, the glasses acted like a magnifying glass. (gasps) Look at this car. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised, actually, we don't have more issues like this. Yeah. 
Especially with those hot days yeah. we've been having. It's like sunglasses and stuff. I'll throw them on my dash. But like if you're uh, just a glasses wearer and like an everyday glasses yeah. wearer, toss mm. them on your dash. Now you might remember a few years back a video went viral that showed how even bottles can create a death ray and start a fire as well. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe windshield glass does that. Well, it's, got that, it's got that plastic layer in between the glass. Oh, I suppose that yeah, laminate. The safety layer. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow, this, this vehicle is roasted. It's roasted. Jeez. But these were sunnies. Yeah. Sunglasses are supposed to protect Block. us from the <gasps> maybe have, rays. Did you have the cheap Amazon ones that say UV protection, but no UV protection? That's Folkley's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's possible. I have a whole batch of them. <laughs> they say to, pre- to prevent this happen from happening, keep your sunglasses and other reflected objects out of direct sunlight, especially as the days get warmer, and that also includes, again, your water bottles. Mm-hmm. But not plastic, right? Does it have to be glass, or can plastic water bottles do it too? Uh, I don't know. I would imagine... Concentrate the sun's beam? Yeah, I would imagine it can still probably magnify to some capacity. I don't know if it gets as hot as glass, though, because when it starts to heat up, it'll just melt, whereas glass can still keep... Yeah, yeah, maybe the plastic would just shrivel up. light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might just melt your, your water bottle. Mm-hmm. These must know, have though. been some thick sunnies. Uh, were they prescription I think sunnies? So. Yeah, because also uh, the UK they get one day of sun a year, right? Like the odds <laughs> of this happening there. Yeah, someone said you have to watch the mirrors for watching your kids in the back seat as well. Oh, it's not the not the mirrors your vehicle comes with, mm-hmm. but sometimes you set them up so that you can glance over at your kiddos in the back. Sure, yeah, those yeah. will reflect as well. Hmm. Oh. Ooh. I guess, yeah. Why wouldn't it? Someone said at 56789, I saw a video on Insta on the baby mirrors on the back of the seat to see your kids started a fire on the seat. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Jeez. Hmm. All right. Well, be careful, you guys. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have more fires. Because it's sunny. This is a sunny city. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Every morning you can get up and feel a little groggy. But if you're someone who often has trouble in the morning, then this study is for you. A new study coming out of Baylor looked at the differences between night owls and morning people and whether or not it is possible to become a morning person. So it's 725 right now. Um, ours, a lot of people are just getting up. Do you feel horrible? Yes. Well, if you do, (laughs) researchers say that genetics have a lot to do with it. And some of us are just pre-programmed to stay up later than others. But they found that if you just change your lifestyle, um, it can make mornings either harder or easier. Mm -hmm. So they followed the sleep habits of 858 college students for a year. And here's some of the things you should avoid if you want to be a morning person. Mm. So this is what you should do at night. Can you make yourself a morning person? Apparently, if you Mm. do this... You can. Okay. All right. Number one, put your phone down and turn off the TV one hour before you go to bed. Mm. But then what do you do? Never going to happen. You have to read. <laughs> oh, a gross. Pa- a paperback novel? A paper, yes, crush. <laughs> like Nickelback famously what? sang about. By candlelight? Like, yeah, right. Oh. Paperback novel. Yeah. Um, they say that you should like give yourself an ambiance, like l- lower, dim the lighting. Mm. That or you should even just like lay in bed in the dark. Mm. No TV, no phone. But then you're stuck with your mind. Yes, you are. Ah! Welcome to it. Number two, only drink coffee in the morning and avoid caffeine for at least six hours before bed. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. that's easy. Uh, number three, don't take a long nap. 
30 minutes might be okay, but if you're napping longer than that, you're going to have trouble sleeping at night. Like Haley's sleeping marathons. <laughs> I, I had a nap yesterday. Oh, It man. was three hours. But we weren't even here yesterday. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. I was still up, though. She's keeping her routines. Yeah. But then All you right. still go to bed early, Haley. Yeah. 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 No, I still went to bed early. I was up at six. Yeah. But do you have trouble sleeping at night? Is that why you're so tired? Nope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Haley's out when she's yeah. sleeping. She's sleeping. I can fall asleep fast. I just don't think I get a deep enough sleep. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Yeah. So I yeah. just have naps. If you can't handle a cup of coffee after lunch or <laughs> napping for more than thirty minutes, like I'm sorry, but you're never gonna have a good sleep. Like if these if yeah. these little inconveniences ruin yeah, I don't your think night, that's the problem. Yeah. Your well, good sleep yeah. ain't for you. This is mm-hmm. so that you actually like fall asleep. That's mm-hmm. what I don't think you like, will ever. If like you can't have a piece of caffeine post lunch. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're ever going to have good sleeps. Yeah, I think there's other issues. It ain't the caffeine. They also say don't exercise in the evening. Too much physical activity can waken you up. So a morning or an afternoon workout is better. I got really excited. I thought you were going to say don't exercise. No, no, you should exercise. <laughs> put a period after that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, guys, I went from a night person up really late to a morning person. I now wake up at 4.30 and I'm in the gym at 5. Oh, oh. good for you. Wow. That's amazing. How do you- do that. I have no motivation to go to the gym early in the morning. <laughs> no. Yeah. If I, I had, even when like, we are not doing mornings, yeah. I yeah. just I just couldn't do it. I think mm-hmm. now if I had a different shift, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. If I worked afternoons, mm-hmm. I'd probably just keep my regular like morning shift style. Yeah. Still get up really early. Yeah. Do all my stuff and then go to work. But like a long time ago, we didn't do uh, mornings. For yeah. a period there, and you hated going to the gym in well, the morning. We were also in our twenties and drinking Heine kegs every night. Yeah, oh, you don't want to work out when you're that's doing that. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, you don't go to the gym. You don't go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says I go to bed at midnight. I'm up at six. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm both a late night owl and a morning person, and I have been since I was a teenager. All right. Is there anyone trying to shift it? Go from a morning person to a night owl? Poor night owls. I feel like night owls get no love. Everyone I, respects a morning person. I'd love to when be I a night stay, owl. I, I love staying up late. I Me feel too. like it's such yeah. a treat. Me Nighttime's too. the right time. It is. And like uh and it, it's brutal for me because of the shift we work and yeah. I get up in the morning I'm like oh god I stayed up way too late but yeah I love when it's happening I'm mm-hmm. like this is awesome I love being awake late yeah before I started working here I was a night owl yeah yeah and then once I moved to Edmonton I started working morning shifts like I nannied for uh, our sister station oh, oh yeah, yeah I remember that so yeah. I had to be up before they were at the station <sighs> yeah. so I was up at 4 in the morning yeah yeah to go babysit <sighs> oh it was chaos and you were still trying to be a night owl yeah and I was still <laughs> going to school wow and I just I had to quit I like I can't I can't stay up late anymore yeah I either had to quit school or going to bed at like two in the morning mm-hmm. and eventually just quit both <laughs> <laughs> she just quit everything yeah. so, let's do a reset it is so much easier to be a morning person when you just have one thing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> this text here 5679 says I get up at 4 30 in the morning to go swimming every day before work oh Hardcore. that's a great way to start your day swimming yeah. that would wake you up right but everyone's like hey impressive but if I said like I was up till 2 a.m last night went for a late night dip. It was like, oh, you should be in bed. You're yeah, dummy. We're, we're like, oh, when we're, we should. Are you on cocaine? <laughs> on drugs? Well, yeah, why can't we, we should celebrate it? You're like, good on you, bud. Yeah, 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 we should. Yeah, there's such a negative uh, aspect to staying up. I think late. it's yeah. because they're because you think that things are going on at night. Like you're not get, you're not getting up to partying shenanigans at if you're waking up at four in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're staying up to one a.m., there's party shenanigans going oh, on. Yeah, well, not, it doesn't have to be. No, like, but I, that's what I'm saying. Though, is perception. that's the perception? Yeah. That's the, yeah. 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 
Because I enjoy like staying up till one or two, just literally watching YouTube. Oh, Me too. Like even it's just a, just, sitting, it's a good night. Even just sitting outside and enjoying the quiet. Yes. Like the sound yeah. of outside where everybody else is asleep and it's uh-huh. just you. Yeah. Oh. That's the best. Yeah, that's my time. coming into work every morning. Mm. <laughs> like everybody else is asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just us. Yeah. So you can change it if you really want to. All right. How many of you guys are super excited about the Barbie movie? They keep releasing more trailers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say it looks awesome. It looks mm-hmm. so good. It looks so good. I feel like the Barbie movie has gotten so much talk that it should have been out like a month ago. I know. I thought it was already out. I, yeah, I thought it was out already. When is it out? Like when you got July. hyped like a month or two ago. Summer blockbuster. Yeah. I thought it was out already, and no. I'm like, oh, it came and went, and that's it? No. <laughs> no, it's not till July. Wow. July. Well, with the hype of the Barbie movie, of course, it means that Barbie dolls are coming out, oh. and Barbie and Canadian star Simo Liu uh, now says that he is officially experiencing life in plastic with his new Ken doll, but apparently people don't like it. <laughs> oh. I don't think it looks that bad. Is it made to look like him, or? Well. Let's see him here. Is it supposed to be him? It's supposed to be him, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. As far as a Barbie goes. Like, as far as a Barbie goes, it's okay. Basically, fans seem to be divided on the look of the doll. By the way, Sima Liu is not the first Asian Ken doll. Apparently, that title is held by Samurai Ken, which was released in 2010. So, most people are pretty excited about the progress of the representation of Asian people in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Samurai Ken feels like a bold choice to be the it first. It sure does. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. When, when did that come out? Uh, twenty ten. Twenty ten. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So they've they've improved. You think well, the um, uh, like the Barbie, the Ken doll, the faces? You think the faces would have evolved and been a little better, like more detailed? Yeah, Barbie's and different. Always the look. Like yeah, it's, it's an iconic. It's, I feel like the the dude faces and the lady faces. It's the same mold. Just different color, different makeup kind of stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? Mm-hmm. They've always the, looked that way. That's the Barbie look, yeah. But we're all different. And Barbie's <laughs> there to represent yeah. a lot of different uh, things, that's right? That's why they are representing different communities. But you think the faces need to be... I think be, the faces should. They should change they the mold. They should change it. The, is that supposed to be uh, Baby Goose uh, Gosling on the left there? Yeah, so <laughs> Ryan Gosling's doll is out as well, and people do not like that one either. I love his undies that are popping over his jeans, say Ken on them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, many were delighted to see that Mattel uh, did include Seema Liu's freckles, which are pretty cool. So they did do some detail work on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's as like much as a Barbie can look like someone. Yeah. Like, you, you, you don't think they should change facial structure? It's a doll. Mm, yeah. the, but it's so iconic. It is iconic, I know. Mm-hmm. Because now, of the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, because that's always been Barbie and Ken's look. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling says that he has some thoughts about all of his haters who were upset about his casting as Ken, by the way, in the upcoming Barbie movie. They're saying things like, he's too old, too dry, and too ugly. Those aren't my words. Those are quotes. Yikes. Oh, that's so mean. Yeah. Oof. Ryan said, quote, I would say if people don't want to play with my Ken, there are many other Kens to play with. It's funny, this kind of clutching your pearls idea of hashtag not my Ken. Like, have you ever thought about Ken like this before? And he's uh, he's right. Go find your own Ken. Go find your own Ken. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or channel your inner Ken. <laughs> he's not too old to be Ken, hey? No. Oh, what, what is he? Is, oh, is he in his 40s? 
No, because well, what would what would Ken like Barbie Barbie World Ken be? What age would he have been? Well, probably twenties. Yeah, oh. in the twenties. Oh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken spends a lot of not a, there's not a lot of business Ken. There's a lot of out on the boat on the town. Yeah. Ken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ken is kind of like Barbie's accessory. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ken wasn't like uh, like talking finances. But even like, like heading to see his accountant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ken wasn't a doctor. Barbie was. <laughs> Ken was the house husband. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, though, does care about Ken now since he actually played him. He said he feels like Ken's representative, mm-hmm. but apparently if you don't like his Ken, there's a lot of other Kens for you to enjoy. Yeah. Now, with that, I know that uh, we talked about this, oh, it was a while ago, and it was, in fact, where we met our listeners down in Calgary, uh, one in particular who is obsessed with Disney. She's a travel agent that, that does all things Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, now Ryan Gosling can call her as well because in a new interview he recently said he's so obsessed with Disneyland that he will go and hang out at the theme park alone what as a matter of fact in a recent interview he told John Stamos that he is quote a Disney adult and will wear that loud and proud hmm he goes by himself he said even though that he's got his children and his wife he won't take them Will he show up with a sharpie? And he's like, "Oh, sure, I'll sign an autograph." No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't. I think he just goes to hang out. Oh, I'm surprised he recognized me. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he enjoys hanging out at the park all by himself, riding the rides. Now, Ryan did star in Disney Channel's The Mickey Mouse Club from 1993 to 1995. That series also featured fellow future stars, including Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and Christina Aguilera. I guess it's just a happy place, and that's sure. his happy place. It's just a happy place. Mm. Now, I had so much fun the last time we talked about this that I want to talk about this again. And it is Fly Away Friday, meaning if you join our conversation this morning by giving us a shout at 780-489-4669, texting us at 56789, you're automatically entered to win one of four trips thanks to our friends at YEG Edmonton Airport. Um, I want to talk about how much you love Disney. And are you or is somebody in your life a Disney adult? By the way, I actually did a little bit of research on Disney adults yesterday, mm. and you're more of a Disney adult if you don't have kids. I'm just, really? just so you know. Yep. They put you in a higher level. Oh. Like you're classified as a top tier Disney fan. Yeah, because if you're a Disney adult with children, then you could possibly be using your children to facilitate your love of Disney. Mm. But if you don't have kids, mm. you're more of a true Disney adult. Oh, because part of it would be for the kids. That's right. Yeah. Or if you're childless. Yes. If you're barren. If you're barren. Yeah. It's all you. <laughs> it's all on you. 100%. All those shelves in your house filled with Disney memorabilia. Also, if you are a member of Club 33, which is the exclusive club that Disney... What's that? Well, it's a club that if you're a real true Disney adult, you oh. can pay into oh. and you get exclusives. You pay into it? Do you want to know how much it is a year? Oh, God. For Club 33? Yeah. Uh, apply, I have no idea. $10,000? A year? Okay. <laughs> can, can any just, Rube, any normie just get into Club 33? I thought no. you had to be like a celeb. I thought it was for the Goslings. If you can pay, you can get in. Oh, this in. is where the you enter through the back door, right? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. like I remember Kim, right? uh, Kim Kardashian uh, yeah. did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's what that is. I thought this was just like an online club. No, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. No, it's, know it's not an actual club. Oh, okay. It's for it's for members. You have to contact. Um, you their your membership opportunity is evaluated. Oh. But in order to, I guess, in order to get in, it's about fifty thousand dollars U.S. per person per year. 
Uh, no, that's your initial fee. Oh. And then per year, it's between ten to $30,000 in maintenance. Whoa. Damn. Maintenance? What's the maintenance on the know. door? The secret door? The maintenance of your membership. <laughs> huh. The maintenance of your membership. Uh, they just charge that because they can charge it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. But it's like with all Disney stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just mark it up on everything. They're going to buy it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Aren't you actually like, uh, you're like eating and you're drinking in there, right? It's a, it's a real actual physical club, right? I, I know. So I want to talk to, yes, it's a real physical club. It's mm. an area. Mm. Is there anybody that has actually been in Club 33? Wow. You would be hardcore if L- you got in there. Like Ryan Gosling, are you a Disney adult? How much money have you spent on Disney? Mm-hmm. Um, how much stuff do you have? Is your whole car done Disney? I don't, do you have rooms of your house? I don't think I would be able to uh, get with someone that has a Disney spread in their bedroom. Yeah, right. I think that would. I, yeah, I think that would weird me out. Like, let's say went home, had an awesome night, yeah. and one thing led to another, end up at their place, and the bedroom is all Disney. I, I don't think I could. I don't think it would work. You gotta clear all the goofy stuff. He <laughs> Gosh, Pete. <laughs> uh, no. I, I think that's why Crash. You um, you go on a site like if, looking for somebody like that, like uh, DisneyLover.com. Actually, Disney has its own dating app. No. It's called Mouse Mingle. Mouse Mingle. Okay, yeah. Okay. Mouse Mingle, which is mm. which is pretty cute. Sure. And they yeah. say you can find your Mickey or Minnie online, and it has been introducing Disney adults to other Disney adults since 2016. Mm. It does seem to skew to one side of the gender spectrum. Mm. The Disney lovers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a lot. Is there a lot of fellas? On, we'll find on out. Mouse Mingle. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We've known a couple dudes that were like Disney fanatics. They traveled to all the Disneylands across the globe. Yeah. Gosling says he is. Yeah. Gosling right? says he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Mouse Mingle won't let me get on without giving at least $11. Oh, Disney. <laughs> you capitalist. If you uh, want to look, it's 11 <laughs> <laughs> Just if I want to look. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So Ryan Gosling says that he's a Disney adult. It is Fly Away Friday. Are you a Disney adult? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Alrighty, we're talking about being a Disney adult. Uh, Ryan Gosling's in the news because of the Barbie film that's getting a lot of hype. And in a recent interview, he said that he's so obsessed with Disneyland that he hangs out at the theme park all by himself. Cool? Not cool? Oh, yeah, I think, because yeah. I'm sure he's taken his kids before. Because mm-hmm. you want to see it through your children's eyes. Sure. But once you've done that, yeah, go by yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Drag them around. <laughs> so we want to know uh, who is obsessed with Disney, and are you? would you consider yourself a Disney adult? Uh, we have a lot of Disney adults listening. Sure. Uh, Alicia, how you doing? Uh, hi, I'm great. How are you guys? Good, hi, good. good. Um, you're not the Disney adult, but your bestie totally is, right? Yeah, one of my good friends is a majorly obsessed with Disney. It's hilarious. How much Disney are we talking? Sorry? How much Disney are we talking? Oh, if you went into her house, it looks like it threw up Disney. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. And it's so hilarious. And obviously you're used to it, but like a, a, a new person walking in would be like, whoa. Oh, yeah, everything. So her at Christmas time, she has multiple trees, and one of them is dedicated to Disney, and it's massive. Like it, I don't know how many feet high it is, but it's huge. Yeah, and everything she orders things when she goes to Disney or offline or whatever, and it's all Disney. And wow. when she goes on trips, it's not it's not to like a hot destination. It's got to be Disney. Like she wow. won't go anywhere else. 
just really? with me. And she would she would go by herself. Told she wants to work there. <laughs> <laughs> she would work there for free just to get to oh, Disney. Yeah, she said she would totally. She would. That's all she wants to do. And she wears all Disney clothes. Wow. She talks. And she told me she's a part of, she wears this key around her neck. And she goes, oh, it's a Disney key. You know, I'm a part of a, a key trading club with people. A, key, like, a Disney oh. key trading club? What's that? Interesting. Yeah, there's a secret treat, a tree, key trading club. Yeah, oh, interesting. And, uh, yeah, and she says it's people from all over the world. She talks to them online and you don't do anything with the keys. You just have them. You have them, yeah. It's, oh. it's to mark your allegiance to this and Disney I, yeah. key club. And you can trade them and get collect different keys and stuff? Yeah, and I guess if you go to Disney, like you have them on, I guess there's a spot. I think you go to it. Oh. You can the, the key opens keys. a magical spot, maybe. Oh, God, this one's like, oh Ooh, this is wild. Maybe. This is crazy. Yeah, that is great. Um, you're obviously totally used to seeing so much Disney. Yes. Um, has she won you over in any aspect of like going to Disneyland or anything? Oh, yeah, I totally want to go. And then she wants me to take her with her. Yeah. Do you, think you, do you think it would be too much for you? Like, it'd be overload after two days? Um, yeah, I think two days would be good. Like, I'd love to be awesome. Yeah. Two days. Two, two days. I, that's two, it. Two days would be good. Yeah. I, I can go sit in that, that Club 33 or whatever it is. Yeah, that one, yeah, that sounds amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that, Alicia. <laughs> thanks, Alicia. You're welcome. You okay. guys have a good Friday. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. If you're a Disney adult, are you obsessed with, like, one film or, like, one character? Or is it, like, all Disney? Oh, yeah, like, do you connect with one particular character? Yeah. I think you celebrate the entire catalog. Uh-huh. Yeah, but maybe there's that one who pops up a little more often around the home. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, this text here, 56789, says, Guys, I am absolutely a Disney adult. I have areas of my house dedicated to Beauty and the Beast. I have a cabinet full of Disney memorabilia, taking my family to Disney multiple times, only to three parks. I I also have a playlist dedicated to the music from Disneyland and all of the Disney music movies. Hmm. It's good wow. music. Yeah. Undeniable. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, hello. Hi. How are you guys? Good, Hi, good. good. Um, you're the Disney adult, the huge Disney adult, right? Yes, I am a huge Disney adult, I must say. When did this start? How did you get there? Okay, so here's what I think started it, because I have, my house is, my son is 21 and he still lives at home and he literally said, Mom, I can't look anywhere in this house without seeing something Disney. (laughs) And I said, I said, my goal's been achieved then. Yeah, right? Yeah, finally made it. (laughs) When did your love of Disney start? Okay, so when I was 13, my family and I went to Disneyland and we'd never done anything except camp before that. And we were just in awe about the part we just loved it so much and it's all we talked about till we went back again about four years later and i think the reason i'm so obsessed with it is because it brings back the joy for me of that first trip yeah when i just surround when i surround myself with it because uh i literally have surrounded myself with it it's just everywhere when if it brings wow. you joy it always brings yeah. you back to that joyous moment it, it totally works right it does. Like my husband, we have a bunch of Thomas Kincaid Disney painting, paintings in our home. Okay. And when he when he passed away, my husband said, um, "You should get everything appraised because everything just went up in value." And so I found an appraiser, which wasn't that easy actually. And he appraised it. I have to say, for all of my collection, about sixty thousand dollars. Damn! Wow. <laughs> Would you ever sell it though? Because sixty thousand dollars is a lot. Would you sell it? 
Um, well, I'd have to, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel sorry for my kids sometimes because they're going to be left with a lot of stuff to take care of. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. A lot. But, but like those um, paintings, you could sell them and do one year in that Club 33. Yeah, wouldn't that be something I thought about that? But that's crazy. <laughs> Doesn't it? It sounds insane. Yeah, it sounds like a wild yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, but that, yeah. That's great. Well, Very thanks cool. for sharing that, Vanessa. Yeah, thanks, Vanessa. Thanks, you guys. You have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. So it started by like going going to the Disneyland yeah, the first sure. time. I wonder, I wonder if I would have been a Disney fanatic if my family road trip, maybe. where I looked through the gates of Disneyland and then we left if I actually went in and maybe it would have been like a beautiful moment in my life endorphins are a hell of a drug Mm -hmm. instead I just shook the gates I'm like let me in that did start your love of gates though I do love gates you love gates (laughs) Disney touched another one (laughs) I just looked up I wasn't familiar with uh, familiar with Kincaid's work so I looked up some of his paintings yeah impressive stuff nice is it uh, like really artistic? It's very it's it's Disney themed, but very very uh, elaborate paintings. Mm. Uh, let's rope dollars. Uh, <laughs> let's rope <laughs> Kylie into this. Uh, hey, Kylie. Hi. How are you? Hi. Doing fantastic. Um, you are a Disney adult, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I uh, I'm not financially equipped to go as much as I would like to, but yeah. I yes, do try to get to Disneyland as much as possible. Oh yeah. Have you ever been, uh, like, have you ever just splurged and you're like, you know what, one year I'm going to be a Club 33 member? No. So I do have a co-worker who's a Club 33 <gasps> member. Really? Yeah. So I know a little bit of the details of it. And so it is actually a little bit more exclusive than you were saying because you actually, I believe, need to get a referral from somebody in the members. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm very jealous. <laughs> what did, uh, when you, your friend came back uh, or a coworker came back, how did they describe the Club 33 experience? Um, well, they go like, I don't know, I, I quite a bit. Um, they, they love it. Like, they love it. They say it's worth it. Like, they love it. It's, it's I, I'm jealous. I'm always like, I need to plan a trip around the time you go so you can show me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are if, they- you, if you could, would you plan every holiday in Disneyland? Yeah, actually, it's hilarious because my fiance and I are like planning our honeymoon. I'm like, well, Paris has a Disney park. Tokyo has a Disney park. Yeah, <laughs> so see, yeah, well, you pick your destinations based on Disneyland, Disney yeah. World. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You yeah. are hardcore. Is your is your fiance? Every time I go, I love it. Is your fiance a Disney adult too? Um, not the way I am. He definitely will go on trips and he loves going on the rides and stuff, but he would be content not planning our trips around Disney. <laughs> oh yeah. He he's not rocking Mickey Mouse yeah. ears. No, no. Yeah, I'm like he he thought it was embarrassing the last time we went because I had like coordinating outfits with ears and everything. Yes. And he goes in the park and he's like, Oh, everyone does this. I'm like, Yeah, not <laughs> He thought you would have stood out. Now he stands out. That's funny. Exactly. I love it. Okay, thanks Kylie. Thanks, Kylie. Thanks. Have a good day. This this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
Edmonton Pride Month has arrived with offerings for all ages, all tastes throughout the city, and there's a whole ton of stuff going on. Uh, man, oh man, I, I just gave it a Google as to like the list of things that are going on in the city of Edmonton if oh, you yeah. want to celebrate stuff. with our friends from the LGBTQ plus uh, community. Uh, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi is going to be hosting the 18th annual Pride Brunch on June the 10th. There's a baseball-themed Pride Fund at Remax Field coming up. Man, there's like art markets and like night markets, bowling. Mm-hmm. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, scheduled walking tours. It's it's very cool. There's concerts down at Churchill. Yeah. yeah, like the list just goes on and on and on. So that is, um, that's, that's really neat. And of course, June is Pride Month. Leduc also kicked off their celebrations for Pride as well. And uh, to mark the start of their annual celebration, the city of Leduc officials raised a Pride flag outside of the Leduc Civic Center. Uh, it's a moment of celebration and recognition, the city manager said in an interview. So that's pretty cool. They've also got some buses that are Pride exclusive wraps but that are really cool. Oh, yeah. Remember that band Prozac? Yeah. Yeah, they're playing Churchill Square. Oh, are they? Yeah. That'll be... Uh, they're they're playing and uh, celebrating uh, for uh, Pride 2023. They'll be in August. Oh, cool. Prozac. Prozac. <laughs> what a wild time that was. That Prozac was two, time? <laughs> two members of the Philosopher Kings. Yes. Who became animated characters. Uh-huh. Two as English right. animated yeah. characters. Uh-huh. Simon and... I forget the other one. Sucks I forget the other you. one, too. I know, I know. Yeah, I don't remember. But Mm. yeah, that was a wild time. By the way, if you do want to find out everything Pride that's going on here in the city, head on over to prideedmonton.ca and you can click on the events calendar there if Mm. you want to celebrate. So that's pretty cool. This is also pretty cool. So uh, we had this news story a few weeks back and now I've got even more details on it. Krispy Kreme is coming to the city of Edmonton and they will soon have a drive through and dine-in location. And that's just the beginning. I've never done the whole Krispy Kreme oh, thing. Ginge has done it. He's talked about it. He's drooled over it. Um, the drive through experience, does that take away from you looking through the window, seeing the maid? I've never uh, driven through. I'm sure once you've... The first couple times I go again, yeah. I will be fogging up the glass. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I saw your face light up when I said Krispy Kreme. breath. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then, yeah, maybe just a drive through would be good enough. Uh-huh. But Edmonton's getting like the first... Because it's a, it's a relaunch into Canada. Yes. And it, Edmonton's number one, baby. It's going to be called the Krispy Kreme Hot Light Factory. It's a store that will be open in 2024, and it will be located in Eversquare on Gateway Boulevard and Calgary Trail right near White Mud Drive. This is the one we were talking about a couple weeks ago, but they were... I think in your story, Mars, they're coming with a different name, right? The Hot Light Factory. But the Krispy Kreme wasn't really mentioned, but now they are? Well, oh, it was, it was Krispy Kreme's Hot Light Factory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. And it's right by the station. Right by the radio Uh-oh. station. That's right. <laughs> the new location will also feature a production facility for future standalone locations in around Edmonton. Mm. They said that they are excited to bring the Krispy Kreme brand to the city of Edmonton. They said, quote, we think the site at Eversquare is a fantastic entry point into the market. It will allow us to serve our customers how they choose, either via the drive through or by coming inside the Hot Light theater shop to enjoy the original glazed donuts right off the line. Krispy Kreme! Krispy Kreme. Damn. If you guys have never, I can't... I hope it's everything I remember it is. Because <laughs> it's been years. 
but I'll never forget it. If you're pulling up to a drive-thru Krispy Kreme, um, are you getting one donut or are you getting the box? Because all I really know of Krispy Kreme is people always get like boxes of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a box of donuts. You get a box of donuts. Like, oh. you, you get one donut in the Tim's drive-thru? Yes. Oh. oh. I've been, oh, I've been doing that with the Walnut Crunch. I already had five of them. Oh, and I pull up and I, I get one, get one Walnut Crunch. Donuts? Did you have five Walnut Crunches Yeah, I've already yesterday? had five of them. <laughs> well, not yesterday, but since they launched. I've been here for two days. Two days? <laughs> oh my God, I've had five. Because <laughs> we... I had two from uh, work. Joanne brought them in, yeah, right? And I no, went, Jody. Yeah, Jody, I, sorry, yeah. Jody. And I went three times. Wow. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, would have been two. Save yourself a trip. So you got a dozen Just get a dozen Walnut Crunches. Crunch. Oh my God. Yeah. They're buy so it, good, guys. Buy them in bulk, freeze them. Uh, no, yeah. no, a frozen donut. Oh, a frozen donut in a plus 30 degree day? Oh. No, I want to support uh, support Tim's. Yeah, uh, you can. Buy them there. <laughs> And then I just want them fresh. <laughs> like you're still supporting them if you buy a box of them. That's yeah. true. You went to Tim Hortons three times yeah, yesterday. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I did three times. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of donuts, buddy. I did. Wow. Well, no, because they rolled out on Wednesday. Yeah, and yesterday was Thursday. Yeah, so I go. did Wednesday. I hit it up Wednesday, and then I did yesterday. But you ate two donuts that Jody brought to the station yeah, here. Yeah, and I got more. Oh, and you went and got more. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you, Jody. <laughs> yeah. You really got my taste buds going. Yeah. Boy, did I didn't you know ever... you were such a donut daddy. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I, I typically hate donuts, crunch. but oh, I love right. the walnut crunch. Yeah. All right. Well, Krispy Kreme 2024. Put it on your calendars, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they say like early 2024, uh, late 2024? They didn't mm. give a date. But watch for them. Yeah. And that area, that Everswear is building fast. So they could be in there pretty quick. Hmm. All right. Uh, Ontario, we're going to head over to that province there where referees will be outfitted with body cameras this summer in an effort to stop aggressive abuse at soccer games. That's happening across the province. They said, quote, last year we had a 16-year-old female official assaulted in the parking lot by angry parents. Oh, my God. They also said, quote, we had a player in an adult recreation game last year thrown out of the game only to go to their car, pull out a machete from their trunk and chase the referee around the field. People do get really excited at a soccer game. We were at our niece's soccer game and we were cheering loudly, which apparently you're not supposed to do. Well, we were told to shush by my, by my brother. supposed to cheer for every child, yeah, not just uh, the best one. Right, <laughs> which is my niece. <laughs> But the looks that people were giving uh, us. For yeah. cheering? For yeah. cheering one particular child. Yeah, we had to cheer everybody. We got Which, the dirty... It is It is BC. I don't know if that makes a difference. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. That's but, sort of what... I Yeah, well, we rolled in. We're like, ah, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. And yeah, everyone just like gave us dirty looks because yeah. we're cheering for a single child. Single child. What were the cheers? Yeah! Woo! You go get them! You're the best! All right. Everyone else is a loser. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, there's where you ran into trouble. There's your flag. Kick him in the shins. <laughs> well, that's like nothing compared to what's going on in Ontario. The Ontario Soccer Association is launching a pilot project, handing some of their referees body cameras that are designed to capture any abuse, physical or mental, that officials are subject to while on the job. They said, quote, human behavior has changed and we've seen an increase in aggressive behavior towards referees in matches. It sounds like it's off the job where they're really in danger, mm. like heading to the car in the parking lot. Well, that one guy was chased around the field with a machete. But I mean, I don't think you need a body cam to capture that. Like we saw. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone saw that. I think they're doing it to like charge people. Uh, how uh, how are your soccer games, Ginch? Good. With your kid? They're still pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that competitive. Uh, you know what I mean? Are you cheering There's for everyone a, or are you cheering of, for your own child? Not a lot of stakes on the line. Well, I'm cheering, but he knows who I'm cheering for. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure for everyone, but like, I'm from, not there to watch everyone. Yeah. You know right? what I mean? Yeah, you're there for your kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, these referees that are being threatened are only 14 and 15 years old in a lot of cases, and adults are getting up in their faces and screaming at them. To be fair, there is some bad refs. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone just texted too. The men's hockey league at the River Cree Casino rinks. Yeah. Uh, the refs wear body cams there. You know what I think? Here's what I think. I think that if you're a grown adult and you're getting up in the face of a 14 or 15 year old referee mm-hmm. and screaming at them at a soccer game, your child should be kicked off the team. My nep- That's what I think. My nephew is uh, hardcore into refing. Yeah. He's 14 now. Yeah. Oh, my God. This this is the world he's entering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's why I think your kid should be kicked off the team and not allowed to play. Because forever now, as a parent, you have to tell your child that you can't play soccer because you are out of control. Yeah. That's what I think. That's Mm -hmm. one way. But kids are already like, the kid of that parent has already suffered enough. Yeah. By being the child's parent. You just don't get to go to games anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's I just I is. don't think the kids should Whether play. They should be told. At teen referees or adult referees are yeah. yelling at anyone inside a sporting event. You just don't get to go to the games anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they they can. I, like I I think they're kicking the parent out. Doesn't the parent will come anyways? I think the the whole family needs to be removed, and that child can forever know that they can't play because their parents are pos. And the next three generations of that family are banned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the only way you'll change as an adult is if you have know. to look at your beautiful child in the face. That upset, disappointed face. Be like, Papa messed up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you maybe that's pa- what it takes. You can't play hockey because Papa can't regulate his emotions. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they're looking inward, buddy. I don't think they are either. You don't think that, you don't think that if no. a mom gets kicked out and her child gets kicked off and she has to tell her kid that you can't play because I'm out of control? Mm. Yeah, they should kick you out and give you mandatory anger management classes. Yeah. Do they? What, what's the card that they... Do they throw card? cards? Red card. Yeah, red card. You. Yeah. Oh, they'll kick you out. I've seen parents get kicked out of hockey arenas. Oh, yeah. They should always so funny. The player Mm -hmm. and the parents should be gone. (laughs) Because they are miserable when they leave. It's always entertaining. Yeah, they can't. They wouldn't be happy, that's for sure. No. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they... I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you can kick that. I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. I do too, but also like Do you? (laughs) Yeah, I do. But also like how but how are you gonna get that person to change? They're not. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Th- they won't change, so yeah. don't let them in the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you, they're not hiring security and ID people mm-hmm. to like. If you get kicked, like you can't come watch a game. Yeah, but who's going to enforce that? The judgy hockey moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to enforce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that's tough. I'd be enforcing it. Mm-hmm. Standing at the door, blocking them. You can't come in. Yeah, and we've got some uh, anger management. <laughs> <laughs> Some people that have attended classes in the app. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It doesn't say it doesn't work. Yeah. Try it twice. <laughs> and they twice. Finish, with a, finish with an LOL. <laughs> <laughs> they got me twice. Oh, boy. Third time's a charm. Get to it. Huh. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why adults are out of control. Oh, but they are. Passion? Is it no, too it's much not, passion? No, it's not passion. No. I don't know what it is. It's a misplaced um, love, I think. Part of it is they feel they're, they're sometimes their child is being wronged, mm. and they need to when, they, when there's get a miss, when there's a missed penalty called or something like that. A lot uh. of it is, yeah. Do they feel like like the ref is like slighting their child, that kind of thing? Like targeting their kid to be like, oh, I don't like this kid. Yeah, because and then you're like, what? A My lot kid of- is awesome. A lot of it's like, yeah, parents are like, well, your, your child's not going to be the next McDavid, they're not going to be Crosby. I think a lot of parents do sort of know that, mm-hmm. yeah. but they're still just worried about, 
other things as well. They're not worried about their child actually making the the big leagues. Mm-hmm. They're just obsessed about any 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 sort of slight toward their children, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they take it out on. They're unfortunately, looking. like Mars mentioned, most of the time it is teen referees. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's other it's children other kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's other kids. Yeah, you're, you're yelling, yelling, at, you're yelling at children. <laughs> uh, someone said, uh, by the way, they're like Mars. Already, you're or they're already ahead of the game. We've seen a lot of kids get kicked out, not only in hockey but soccer and even in dance. When, yeah. when, when parents yeah. when parents are out of control, the whole family, including that's, the child, has uh, to leave. That's why you get uh, the TV yeah. shows like Dance Moms. Yeah. So they're already doing it. <laughs> oh, I've danced for years. I never saw anybody get kicked out. You know what? I danced for years too, and like no one even came to watch me, let alone care enough to get kicked oh. out. Any other moms yelling? No. But who are they yelling at? Uh, it'd be the well because like when you're in dance, it's competitive in that some kids get a solo. Some kids don't. Some kids are put at the back of the class. So you're yelling at the coach in practice. So you're yelling at the you're dance. You're yelling at the competitions. No, you're yelling at the uh, dance. Uh, you're yelling at the dance instructors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Well, dance harder. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Coach Crash says. <laughs> you seen your child? <laughs> Look you at your seen child. old left foot Lucy? <laughs> Trust me, I wish she was doing better too. <laughs> yeah. Hands are tied. Sorry, back to the back of the room. This text here says, keep me anonymous. I coach girls soccer in Edmonton. We have a parent who has been formally warned by officials about their behavior. Um, If they get suspended, it also carries an automatic suspension for child. So they're already kicking the whole family out. Mm -hmm. They say it's really really sad to see. That's too bad because if your kid's just out having fun, the parents is ruining it for them. Oh. Yeah, because the kid's aware of what the parent's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And later in life, they're going to think about that. Yeah. They never forget. (laughs) Let's not get to Ontario level of body camera. Well, right? Yeah. You think it should be on videotaped? It's like, I'm with Mars. (laughs) No evidence. Well, let's. (laughs) No recording devices. Let's just be better. Let me yell in private. Let's just be better. All right. Forbes released their annual list of America's richest self-made women. And it's led by Diane Hendricks for the sixth year in the row. She's a co-founder of a company that distributes building supplies. And she's worth $15 billion. But here's some other names that you're probably going to recognize. Oprah Winfrey is worth $2.5 billion. Ooh. Rihanna is worth $1.4 billion. Kim Kardashian is worth $1.2 billion. And by the way, uh, Taylor Swift is on her way to the top. Uh, they're guessing that with this concert tour that she's on, they valued her worth at $740 million, and she could break the billion-dollar barrier once it's all said and done. Has Taylor Swift dabbled in, like, the makeup realm of business? No, not yet. Because, like, the, I think if she did, obviously it would be madly successful, wildly successful. Like, that would probably catapult her to, like, $1.5 billion, no? Uh, yeah. Because isn't that a huge area? Like, if you can become successful in that, isn't that just, like, printing money? Oh, like, Rihanna's Fenty line is crazy. Right? Yeah. Crazy. This era's tour, according to CBS... Uh, when it wraps up this August, could boost Swift's income by $500 million. Isn't that wild? Jeez. So that will push her well over yeah, the just, billion dollar. Just tour. Wow. Which is uh, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. By the way, there is controversy around one name on this list, and that, of course, is Kylie Jenner. She became the world's youngest self-made billionaire, but people are like, is she really self-made? Well, Forbes things seems to think so because they put her on the list. Mm. What does she do? Uh, like is makeup. she clothing, makeup? She's makeup. Makeup, yeah. okay. Yeah. She has makeup. Mm. Madonna, 580 million. Beyonce, 540 million. A tie between Celine Dion and Judge Judy at 480 million. 
Dolly Parton and Reese Witherspoon, $440 million. Hmm. Ellen DeGeneres is on this list at $380 million. Damn. Reese Witherspoon? What's she has a production, production company. Yeah. Oh. Paramount? What's her production company? <laughs> it's called Hello Sunshine, and it's basically making every movie that's coming out now. Oh, my God. And books? Uh, books is... They, they actually... Um, <laughs> Because she had a book club, yeah, and if she was getting books and turning them into movies. The book club's gone now; oh, doesn't okay. exist anymore. Mm. Yeah, Barbara Streisand is worth four hundred and thirty million, and Shonda Rhimes is, is worth two hundred and fifty million. So mm. she, of course, is the creator slash producer behind Grey's Anatomy, Bridgerton, Private Practice, and Scandal. Mm-hmm. By the way, she Quite made all of her money when she went to Netflix. Mm. Which is, Get that streaming cash. Yeah, which yeah. is which is pretty crazy mm-hmm. and also very cool. For those of you who are fans of the Netflix show Wednesday, Jenna Ortega got outed as a smoker last week when a video went viral of her puffing on a cigarette. Now, whatever, right? That's not really big news. But what did make news is that Jenna's mom is a nurse and she wasn't overly happy about it. She went on the offensive, posting more than a dozen anti-smoking memes on her Instagram story. And it got a little cringy. They they included a picture of Gollum from Lord of the Rings with the caption, don't believe those lies about cigarettes being bad for you. I've been smoking for most of my 21 years and I feel great. And then, of course, with a picture of Gollum. Another one said, quote, a mother is always a mother. She never stopped worrying about her children even when they are all grown up and have children of their own now some people are saying that her response to jenna smoking is a little cringy mm-hmm. but what are you gonna do yeah she's an adult oh, call her yeah <laughs> you could do that too yeah you could give her a call yeah. hands are tied hands are tied here's jenna mm-hmm. oh god she looks so cool she pulls it off mm-hmm. she pulls it off We've talked yeah. before, some smokers look incredible. Yeah. And unfortunately, she's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even, I don't think I have any photo of me uh, smoking. Aw. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I, uh, I, I am on the other side, though, a little curious. Did I look cool <laughs> when I was a smoker? I've seen you smoke. I think yeah. you were a fine smoker, right? I guess so you weren't really around the accessibility of like phones on or cameras on phones when you were smoking. Yeah, yeah no one was wasting 35 millimeter film on me. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody smoking. really like posed with a smoke either. But like no like teen photos of like from like house parties or anything? Or? Uh, no, no, because we didn't really take that many photos at house parties. People are always taking photos. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, I didn't see them. Uh-huh. Oh. 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 oh, no. This just got much worse. <laughs> Someone could really use a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a cig. Let's light up. That's true. <laughs> Do you guys remember uh, just a couple of days ago, we went over some of the words from the Scripps National Spelling Bee? Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm. Uh, well, uh, if you didn't, I've got another list here for you guys now. Um, the Scripps National Spelling be did the finals happen or are they tonight i think a kid was awarded uh, okay so they were the night they were the other night yeah because i saw the word that he won on and i'm like i don't even know the word is yeah i couldn't pronounce it if i tried what is it it's like pseudo syllabilin sam sabalana samaf samaf i don't even know what the word is i'll tell you what doesn't start with an s 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Well, someone went through a list of the winning words from the Scripps National Spelling Bee and every single one since like 1925. And no surprise here, they've gotten a lot harder since 1925. As a matter of fact, most of us probably couldn't spell any from the last 30 years. But some of the older ones are a little gettable if you're a decent speller. So I have a list here of some of the easiest final words in Scripps National Spelling Bee history. All right. So we'll see how many of these you guys can get this morning. Um, so we still don't know how to, pronoun- how to uh, pronounce the winning word. I put the word up in the app there. I'll spell it, oh, it for you guys. Yeah. You guys can take a shot at pronouncing it. Okay. P-S-A-M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E. Samophile? Samophile? I thought you were trying to like pronounce psilocybin. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's way what off. What is a samophile? I have samophile. no idea. I'm not one. Dibs. Samophile. You know what? I, I will be one. It's a plant or an animal that refer that prefers or thrives in sandy areas. Oh. That's me. Oh, I like, yeah, that's right. Oh. I like being oh, on the beach. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Samophile. Samophile. All right. Well, let's go through these ones and see if you guys can spell it. So in 1930, the final Scripps spelling bee word was fracas. In other words, in a sentence, my roommate spoiled the last episode of Succession and it caused a major fracas. F-R-A-C-C-A-U-S. Fracas. I'm going F-R-A-C-A-S. Fracas. I'm going F. R A K K U S. Fracas. There is one winner and it is Ginge. Oh, damn. Oh, I love Fracas. Fracas. The person who is off the most, Haley. Don't know where all those. <laughs> there are a couple K's in there. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, Think of a Kraken. <laughs> number two in 1932, Knack. I've never been a good speller, I just don't have a knack for it. K N A C. Nope. I'm going to throw a K at the end there, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. <laughs> what? Yeah. what was happening in the I don't 30s? Know. I, the, I don't know. Frack is the knack. Knack. Huh. Uh, by the way, K-N-A-C-K. Yeah. Okay, let's get out of the 30s here. By the way, the next words in the 30s from 1936, interning, as in after all my money, all the money my parents dropped on tuition, I'm interning at a radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Therapy. That's from 1940. That was the word? Therapy? Therapy, yeah. Name's changed. Yeah, it has indeed. Okay, let's go up to 1956. Mm. The winning word is condominium. Oh. In other words, I'll use it in a sentence. If I work in radio for another 30 or 40 years, I may finally be able to afford a condominium. C-O-N-D-O-M-I-N-U-M-I-N. Mm. But you, you slurred like the. <laughs> I lost track of my letters. <laughs> Condominium. Condominium. C O N D O. I think we can all agree on that. Condo. That's Condo. locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Uh, Minium. M I. I'm trying to picture the signs. All, signs are all over the city. Right? Yeah, we have tons of condos here. M I. Min. M I N I. U M is that enough? Minium. Condo you got M? it. Hey! Condo and then M I N I U M. Condominium. Minium. All right. Let's go to 1967. Mm-hmm. Chihuahua. Oh, Uh-oh. good lord. C H U. Nope. <laughs> Chihuahua. Chi. 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 Hua hua. 
What letter makes that sound? You gotta pronounce. There's no W in Chihuahua. You gotta pronounce it kind of like how it sounds. That's how I spell it out. It's Chihuahua. C H I. Yeah. Huahua. H U A. Hua. Another one. H. He's on the right track. U A. Chihuahua. 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 What is this? C H I U or no C H I. H U A H U A. That's correct, yeah. Chihuahua. Oh, I never would have got Chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever in a spelling bee, Haley needs to be in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Spelling with my finger. <laughs> I don't know what was going on in 1984, but the winning word was luge. In other words, one sport you couldn't pay me to try is luge. L U G E. That's it. That's it. Wow. You're going to use it in a sentence like, oh, you can't luge this. <laughs> yeah. I'm luging my mind. I'm luging it. And let's see if you guys can do this last one here. In 1993, the winning Scripps spelling bee word was kamikaze. Oh, that starts with a K. That's a K. K A M I K A Z E. Crash is. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Boom. You nailed it. 1993, you would have won. Because I'm thinking of the sign on the ride. Kamikaze. Oh, I was thinking of the Eminem song. Oh, oh, <laughs> wild rapids. <laughs> so there you go. Huh. So you wouldn't do too bad, Crash. Well, when, when did, because the 90s weren't that long ago. Uh-huh. A surprising amount of time ago. 30 years. But not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's not even like a round one word now. I know. No, not I even know. close. It's crazy to see how they've gotten. Like, mm. 1984, luge is the winning word? Yeah. It's crazy. All right, speed dating gets a bad rap, with some singles claiming it doesn't really get let them get to know the other person. Um, but let's be honest, if you're out on a first date, nobody really has time for that anyways. According to new research, the average single person needs just 19 minutes to know if they want a second date with that person. Yeah, I guess. And it takes a bigger first impression to motivate people as they get older. 67% of Gen Zers say they have high standards, but that number jumps up to 77% for Gen Xers. So what are people looking for in 19 minutes? Uh, for 44%, physical appearance is important. Mm-hmm. For 51% say that they have to have good man- manners. 48% said an interesting personality. And 47% say that person has to be able to hold a conversation or have conversational skills. Yeah, if you can't do that in 19 minutes, good luck, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be tough. Well, I think you can do all that in 19 minutes. No, no, but like, yeah, if you're struggling to have a conversation within yeah. the 19-minute window, like, good luck on the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, if things dry up in the before 19 minutes, yeah. you're already in a problem. Good manners. Are we just looking for not bad manners? I think so. I think we're just looking like just, for just not, be a good human being. Just being a nice person. I don't need a napkin on my lap and my fork on my left knife on the right. I just need to not be a jerk. You just need to not be a like jerk. You start left or right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yell the, don't yell at the wait staff either. You know that kind of thing. Mm. Also, this doesn't necessarily mean that physical appearance is less important. Thanks to dating apps, most people already have a good idea what the other person looks like before the first date because you're seeing pictures of them anyhow. Mm. Great point. But that got me thinking. Who has been on a very short date? And what was your shortest date? 15 minutes? 10 minutes? Mm. 5 minutes? What if uh, like you roll up and it's body odor? 3 seconds. Mm-hmm. What if you know well, you can't. You can't just turn around, turn you heel. Can. But like let's say cuz within the 19 <laughs> minutes like you said, you know if it's a bad date. A coffee one's nice cuz you can sort of end it early. Sure. What's the earliest you can respectfully end a date? 
one drink. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, we'll one finish coffee, that coffee. One cocktail, finish it up and but pay But what's the leave. time length on that? Uh, I just start chugging. I would say pretty much on par with what this study says. Like 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Half an hour? Half an Half hour. Half an hour max, kind of, if it's going bad, maybe, to peace out and block them by the time you're out the door. <laughs> yeah, I wonder without, like, without crushing someone, without being crushed yourself. Yeah. Like, how long would it, until it wouldn't hurt when someone got up and said, well, we gotta, I gotta get heading out. Like, half an hour? I feel like that's still a suspiciously short amount of time. Mm. Like, if I was the one being left, I feel like that still hurts at 30 minutes. Oh, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt bad. It's gonna hurt, but... But at least you know. Yeah, at least... and, and that You're pers- not good. It's gonna hurt even more when you go to, like, message them and you're blocked. That's gonna hurt, too. <laughs> I think it hurts now. Yeah. It's gonna hurt bad. Try me in 10 minutes. <laughs> that's right. It is Flyaway Friday, so just by joining the conversation, by giving us a shout at 780-489-4669, or texting us at 56789, you are automatically entered to win a chance at winning one of four great trips. I want to know from you guys, what is the shortest date you've been on? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Right now, if you want to join the conversation, we are talking about um, the shortest amount of time you've been on a date. According to new research, the average single person needs only 19 minutes to know if they want a second date. And the top two things that people look for first are manners and personality. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, you, you kind of got to have that if you want to extend the date beyond yeah. five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you blew the first 10 minutes, can you save it in the last nine? Oh, I, maybe if like you're you're firing like a couple random things and all of a sudden you hit on something that you have in common. Yeah, I think like after 10 minutes, all maybe. of a sudden, maybe you both like we we're talking Disney earlier. Yeah, maybe, maybe you both you all of a sudden you love Disney. Great. Yeah, oh, you need you that warm up. That. You need the 10 minute warm up. You can maybe. overcome a mistake. Maybe it better be a cool hobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Susanna, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, there you good. are. We're good. Um, you ended up on a very short date, right? Yeah. 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 How, 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 how many minutes are we talking? Um, four or five. <laughs> five four or minutes? five? Oh my God, what happened? Yeah. Well, oh, okay, it's a little embarrassing. Um, I was 17 and appearance for me was, it made meant a lot. And sure. I really did not want to be seen with this guy. Oh. <laughs> did not. He did not even bother cleaning his teeth and his breath was so disgusting. I could not imagine even continue. So uh, it was at the disco and we like kind of mad and he ordered some drinks. And I said, oh, yeah, uh, let's leave the drinks here. It's a really good sound. Let's go dance. And because I used to work there before. I knew a side door. And I got lost. Yeah. <laughs> and I snuck away from like the you know the supplier door. Wow. And so we went home. I could not even like if somebody sees me with him, it's gonna be so embarrassing. Yeah, you're worried about your friends being like, oh my god, who are you hanging out with? Yeah. 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 And so like you just like both of you got up to head to the dance floor and you disappeared in the crowd and went out the back door. Yeah, yeah, because it was right next to like a little side door and it was behind the curtain and knew, nobody knew about it. But I used to work there before yeah. and I used to be a dancer there. So I knew that it was there and nobody like would catch me there. Yeah. And even if they, they do, they knew me. 
So, like, oh yeah, she's yeah. bailing. Yeah, that, and then, and so, I like the whole thing through the back door, and then I just went home. I don't blame you. I wonder if he just like continued dancing, being like waiting for oh, Susanna. She must be in the bathroom or yeah, something. Yeah, he probably did. How long, poor guy? Like this is something better. Yeah, probably to the end of the song. Yeah, it happens. You know. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. No worries. Bye. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye. I think I would almost rather that than like. The the verbal letdown. Sure, that way you don't know. I don't know. You can you can lie. Maybe she met up with friends. Maybe she was kidnapped. Sure, she was having a great time with me. <laughs> yeah, you'd wait a while though, because like one song is not enough. Because you'd assume she's in the bathroom. There was a lineup at the bathroom or something like that. You'd you know I'd, wait one more song. I'd probably wait till the DJ took a break. <laughs> oh, crash! I'm like I'm really breaking a sweat here. She's not coming back. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says, guys, my shortest date was five minutes. I met a girl blind uh, blind date style at Julio's Barrio on White. When I sat down, she was a couple of drinks in already and launched into a story about her last cocaine trip with nervous laughter. Ah. I said to her, this isn't for me. I paid for my drink that I didn't receive yet and I left. That's from Jeff. <sighs> yeah, you can't ask if they're holding to like the second date. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't, Jeff didn't even get his drink. Well, she probably finished it, I would imagine. Oh, I'm I sure would. she did. Oh, yeah. I down. yeah, you don't yeah. waste that drink. No. Finish oh. her up. Uh, Bree, hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, Hi, good. good. Uh, we're talking uh, super short dates. Uh, you ended up on one, right? Yeah. Did they ditch um, you or did you ditch them? Oh, I left. Oh, okay. All right. What's the time frame here? Um, well, I walked into the restaurant we had agreed to meet at the restaurant. We've been ch- chatting for a little bit, and um, he presumed to know what kind of person I was. So he ordered me a drink and said, That's the kind of woman that I want to date, would drink this drink. And I'm like, Okay, bye. Who and I left. does that? I didn't even pull out my seat. <laughs> and that's what he rolled out? Yeah. Wow! I don't even know what to say to that. I, what uh, what kind of drink did he order you? Whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he had a type of lady, <laughs> or no like, lady yeah, at no. all. Like, okay, <laughs> that is yeah, that's, that's, that's and you d- yeah you didn't even give him like minutes. That's to sit so bizarre. Down. Yeah, no. A part of you were was a part of you curious of how it could have went or no? No. <laughs> At that point, no. I was like, yeah, no, I'm out. This is I, the kind of woman I want? Uh-huh. Imagine it. Yeah. I, I kind of picture if you gave it like a couple more seconds, he would have been like, well, clearly she's not pulling the chair. He would have leaned under and kicked the uh, chair I, out. I, I don't know. I'd be like, there you go, lady. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Okay, that's, thanks, Bree. Yeah, thanks, Bree. <laughs> you bet. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Because isn't it, it's kind of like a, a gentleman thing to do to order a drink, isn't yeah, it? but like a but, glass of red wine. Yeah. Like a Cosmo. And you don't say, this is the kind of lady I want. Yeah, do not follow it up with that. You want some lady who shoots whiskey? Who are you, Carrie Underwood? Relax. <laughs> if he uh, if he pitched it better, not, not, not to spiel about the lady I want, huh. but if he's like, oh, yeah, I'll order for you, and mm. he nails it. Yeah. Like, that's a high risk, high reward, right? Are oh, you impressed? Absolutely. Because if you're going to do that, like, in, uh, I would hope that, like, in your chats on dating apps or whatever, that drinks have come up. And maybe you mentioned, like, this is one of my favorites. If you ordered that, that's acceptable. But once again, without the, the dialogue there mm. that he rolled out. Like, that's fine, right? Or you don't want to see a drink I, I don't know. waiting. I don't know. I've never ordered for someone. No. Like, people order, like, food. 
Yeah. Oh, I would hate that. Don't. I would hate it, But what too. if they nailed it? No, they wouldn't. But what if they did? No. Okay. Because I don't know what I want. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'd nail it with me because, like, no tomatoes. Well, yeah, like, you're not getting no. most yeah, dietary restrictions. would be, like, ripping apart the burger. She'd be like, pickles touched it. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the same thing, like, if you ordered, You don't like, know me. Like, if you was like, oh, I ordered you a glass of red wine, I'd be like, mm, what kind? Yeah. Mm. The house? <laughs> no. They have the house on tap. Come on. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, hello. Hi, how's it going? Uh, doing really well. Oh, good. Um, you actually seek out short dates, right? Like not short person, like just literally short like time Like short time, frame. short time frame, yeah. Yes, yeah, so for a first date, yes, because you don't know if you want to invest the time and the energy and the money. So how do you plan these short dates? Yeah, so it does help that I work from home, although those who do shift work could totally plan it for a lunch hour. Um, so either I'll go for a coffee or a walk. And I just let them know, like, I only have 45 minutes for lunch. So it's not like a, like, there's just a planned end time. And then if it goes well, I'll plan something longer for date number two. Okay. That's a good way to do it. So yeah. you are giving up, though, like a good at least half hour, where some people are like five minutes, they're out. Yeah, I guess compared to the other callers, mine is a little longer. <laughs> 45 minutes is, is decent. Yeah, you're yeah. giving some breathing room there. A lot yeah. can go wrong in 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's it's very a, true. Or it's, then you, that's when the emergency email from the boss comes in, baby. Sure. But, yeah. You're like, oh my God, major meltdown work. at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good system. Yeah. I like it, Kels. Yeah, that works. Okay, thanks yeah. for sharing that. Uh, thanks, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey guys, um, please keep me anonymous. My shortest date lasted about five minutes. We met on White Avenue and we were walking down and during that time, she repeatedly spit on the ground. Like, horked it up and spit it. Yuck. Was she getting mosquitoes in her mouth? No, she's just... (laughs) A little (laughs) no-see-ums? Catching bugs in her open mouth? Even five minutes in? You gotta take it. You gotta swallow that bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes in, you gotta swallow the bug. I'm not like... (laughs) Excuse me one yeah. second. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. They say, I pulled the lemon law from How I Met Your Mother and I ran. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Another text here says, hey, guys, I went on a very short date as well, but we both knew. I met a guy at a restaurant and about five minutes in, he looked at me and said, this isn't going anywhere, is it? And I said, no, nah, I don't like oh, you. Wow. So we both oh, decided. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we both decided not to order, told the wait staff that we were leaving and it was fine. Oh, well, this is mutual. I guess, yeah, that's totally mutual. But wow, I would be gutted. Five? minutes if that person said it, this is going nowhere yeah it goes from it's going nowhere and the other one saying yeah i don't like you oh <laughs> what <laughs> i'd be like just just agree just agree this isn't going anywhere i actually hate your face <laughs> oh this text here 5679 says please keep me anonymous i went on a date last year to taste of edmonton we met and chatted for a few minutes and then got in line for tacos she said she needed a few tickets i said i would hold her place in line she never came back oh Oh no! It was about four minutes. Oh, so they they chatted and then got in line for tacos. Mm-hmm. She she found someone better at a no, better food truck. She found somebody with a fistful of tickets. Yeah, <laughs> and you're letting people go in front of you as you get to the front. Oh uh, like, yeah, oh, you're like, she'll be right back. She'll you be right ahead. back. You go ahead. Yeah, how many people do you think they let pass by? So many. Right? Oh no. Lindsay from Fort Saskatchewan says, "I met a girl at a sushi bar. She showed up in her PJs with a messy bun, and she smelled like weed." <laughs> 
Haley. I'm sorry. Was it Haley? <laughs> <laughs> was she wearing Crocs? <laughs> That's just what I smell like now. <laughs> Lindsay, Haley. <laughs> Lindsay says she asked me to come home with her right off the hop. I said, no way. Then 10 minutes into the date, she asked me Haley. if she wanted to be roommates. Wow. This might have been me. Listen, wow. we've heard of lesbians moving fast, but this is That's, fast. That's very fast. Like, this is fast. 10 minutes into a first date, can we be roommates? So I'm going to the bank. You want to do a joint bank account I'm or what? A good vibe here. Yeah, I'm looking for a partner or somewhere to live. Right? Yeah, I'm really feeling this. Do you want me to put you in my phone plan too? Oh my gosh. That's insane. That is a lot. That's a lot. That's a That's lot. A, I, I, Lindsay left, by the way. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think you made the right choice. Lindsay got up and left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's uh, get in uh, Christina here. Sure. Hello, Christina. Hi, how are you guys? Good, good. Uh, super short date. Um, what's your time frame? <laughs> We didn't even make it in through the front door. <laughs> what um, happened? <laughs> so what it was is that we had met outside, approached the restaurant, I opened the door, and then he gave me this absolute look of disgust, and I walked in, and uh, then he actually opened the door again, got my hand, pulled me back outside, and he's like, I opened the door. I'm the man. <laughs> what? I make you the man? Wow. What? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm just like, then you can open up the door to your car, and I left. And you just, like, carried on walking through the parking lot. You're like, well, dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Pretty much, but I'm just like, I was already inside. I was looking forward to the food. Why would you interrupt me getting to my food? What's yeah. the matter with you? Yeah, you're on a mission. Well, he Let's sounds like there's a lot going on there. Get some eats going, and yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if if you open the door, great. Well, then next time you're around doors, then he can, he can like, get in front of you, maybe. There's nothing less manly than a man saying, I'm a man. I'm a man. There it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's that, and there's the guy who's just like, I need to do it because I'm a nice guy, and I'm like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. That's tough no. when you like really go over the top, and it's noticeable. Holy crap! Yeah. All right, thanks, Christina. Yeah. Thanks, Christina. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye. 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 What, the, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell's that? I mean, he was going to make it right again by opening it. Sure, he drug her out of the building, <laughs> but he was going to fix it by opening the door, Mars. He uh, wanted to be a gentleman yeah. about it. Oh. He wanted to make damn sure that she knew he was a gentleman. Oh, boy. Uh, Christine, how you doing? Oh, I can't complain. Good, good. Uh, you ended up on a very short date, right? <laughs> yeah. What um, happened? He showed up late. And he looked nothing like his pictures. He was at least a good 10 years older than his pictures. And I'd say 40, 50 pounds heavier than his pictures, which I didn't care too much about that part. Yeah. But he was wearing dirty white t-shirt that was two sizes too small. So his belly hung out underneath. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's. He pulled out all the stuff. He really knew how to impress a girl. So after 10 minutes, I stood up and I was like, yeah, bye. And I just walked away. Is that how you ended it? You're yeah. like, we're done. We're uh, done. This, is, this ain't happening. I gotta go. The what? conversation wasn't there. He was arrogant, like I owed him something. Oh. And I was like, nah, I'm did done he, with you. Did he say anything when you stood up and you were like, bye bye? Did he say anything to you or did he just, was he just in shock? He was like, yeah, I thought. And that was it. And I was just like, I don't even care. And I oh. just walked away. As he like lifts his shirt, taps his belly, he's like, you're missing out, huh? Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> Getting far away. <laughs> he gave his belly a good rub. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull 
the lint out of his navel. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, gross. All right, okay. Thanks for sharing that. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're a student deciding which university to attend in September, a new global ranking might convince you to stay right here in Edmonton. The Times Higher Education Impact Rankings were revealed, and the University of Alberta cracked the top ten. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, that's a pretty big honor. Mm-hmm. The University of Alberta ranked seventh overall on the list, second globally in the zero hunger category, and ninth in the industry, innovation, and infrastructure category. Uh, they said, quote, being recognized as one of the top 10 institution in the impact ratings is a wonderful achievement for the U of A. Hmm. So that's, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Now, several on and off campus initiatives have been undertaken by the U of A to end hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition and sustainable agriculture. So that got them a lot of recognition. Um, and I'm just looking to see here what other ones. The Canadian institution that came out uh, on top across the country is Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. It placed third worldwide and first in Canada. Hmm. So there you go. Still top 10. Yeah. Top 10. Top 10, we'll take it. Top 10. The University of Victoria and Western University tied for ninth place. Université Laval took the 14th place, rounding out the Canadian universities in the top 20. So good for the U of A. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Now, Crash was saying that it could get a little hazy today. The fire ban has been lifted for the city of Edmonton, but not for the surrounding communities, at least not 100% for the weekend. So keep that in mind. And if you do want to see if you can have a fire or not, uh, the website is Alberta. Firebans.ca. There you go. AlbertaFirebans.ca. Now, with the fire bans affecting so much of the last four, five, four to five weeks, if not longer, apparently it's also impacting camping. They say that uh, for most people, camping is all about the campfire, and because of our fire bans, people are deciding to cancel their camping plans. Mm. Giving up their spots. They're giving up their spots. Well, we were talking about it. We're like, that's that's part of camping, right? It is. Having that fire pit going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Alberta's fire ban, which was put place in early May, is just slowly starting to I guess be altered but apparently people are calling off their plans to go camping deciding it's better to stay home instead all because they can't have that juicy wood burning fire that would suck you you make the commitment and uh, you make the commitment to not go camping you're like all right we're giving up our spot and then the weekend rolls around that Friday boom fire bans are lifted oh. you're like no now they do say you can have a propane fire um, but people say not the same. Not the same. It's That's not. what people are saying. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. The crackle of the fire. Like, you don't get that. We have a fire table. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It does a job. It's on the deck. Yeah. But the, the fire pit is, like, stoking the logs. The yeah. sound of it. The smell the of it. Scene. The whole yeah. scene of it. It enriches all five senses, Marcy. Now, two industries in Alberta say that they're seeing some early season effects, and that, of course, is camping stores as well as firewood distributors. They're saying that they these guys provide firewood to national parks and firewood to other people, and it's kind of just sitting there. Since supply is way up, mm-hmm. yeah, is because uh, uh, demand was low, mm-hmm. are they going to drop the prices on firewood? They should. They don't highlight that. In $14 those. <laughs> at a gas station. There's a, there's a lot of trees out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you gave up your camping spot, uh-huh. um, did you already pay for it? Because I've never, you know, there's always such a rush every year mm. in this province sure. to register for your camping spots. Yeah. Are you just putting your name on it or are you paying at that time as well? Oh, you're paying for it. It's all paid. So 100%. it's all done. Mm. 
Huh. Yeah. So if, if you give it to someone, they, someone they to buy, buy it off you. I'm guessing you can sell it. And you transfer the name? Is that how it works? I have no idea. Is there ideas. like a black market for it? Or are you just giving yeah. it to a friend that you say like, hey, I'm not going this weekend? Or is there like, do you go back on the website? I've never actually paid for a campsite. Yeah. I've always just shown up and partied. There's so, the honor system. You pay on your way out. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we did the campsite and we booked the wrong weekend and we had to cancel and rebook ours. Uh. Um, you lose your deposit, I think. It's like... 20 bucks maybe oh and then yeah you're fine but you have to pay for the whole weekend so if i'm to transfer it how does that work oh i have no idea oh okay so you're not if you if you book for like a a three-day weekend and you decide you're not going to go you just lose that deposit that's what it looks like not 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 family's texting and saying yeah you just cancel it Mm. Mm -hmm. you can't sell your site or give it to anybody because they have your license plate number of your trailer and your vehicle Mm. so you just cancel it and someone else might pick it up uh, someone else said uh, five six seven eight nine. Hey guys, it's not only the fact that we can't have a wood fire, but also air quality. Yeah. Why are you going camping outside when sitting outside is detrimental to your health? Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, we didn't go camping because of the air quality. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for us. Mm. And then this text here five six seven eight nine says, Hey guys, we went camping with our family a couple weekends ago. We had the propane fire pit, and it was fine. We played crackling so- sounds on Bluetooth <laughs> off our phone. <laughs> The fireplace channel running. Yeah, well, I suggested running the Yule Log. I guess you could. That would still not the same, though, hey? No. No, not at all. But I guess you make the best of it. Yeah, you can make the... I guess you can make the best of it. But everyone's saying it's the air quality. If the air quality sucks, why go? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough if you're just going to be sitting outside. Well, hopefully we don't see that haze today. Mm -hmm. That would really suck. This is kind of a cool story. Um, This dude by the name of Kyle Marshall, he's always loved trivia and recently got to show the world just how much. By the way, Kyle is an Edmonton Public Library branch manager, and he came in second place during his Jeopardy debut on Wednesday night. That's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah, kudos to that guy. He said, close, I was really close. I was just $400 behind going into final Jeopardy. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. He also went on to say, I've been a fan of trivia my whole life. I'm just interested in knowledge and acquiring it through many different means. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch last night. Does anyone know what he got for Final Jeopardy? Uh, I, I saw some know. clips. It was like 10. His dollar amount was like 10,500 or did something. He, did he miss on it or did they both get it? I don't know. I didn't have audio on the clip. Yeah, he said he was $400 behind going into Final Jeopardy. He received $2,000 for second place. That's mm-hmm. it? That's all you get? And it's been that way for like... 20 years. Like, wow. Change it. Inflation jeopardy. Yeah, right? Come yeah. on. Two for second, one for third. Now, Marshall did say he was anxious after some not so great results at her- rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So he rehearsed it and was probably... It'd be really tough, too, because that's all filmed ahead. So he went there, did it, came back, and now he's just talking about it. Had to sit yeah, on it for he had months. to sit on yeah. it. Mars, you cannot keep a secret. Oh, God, no. I you tell would everybody. not be able to sit on this. No, I wouldn't. I'd say, I filmed it. It's airing in three months. Here's all the answers and exactly what happened. <laughs> Here's the full outcome. <laughs> <laughs> and let the lawsuit yeah. roll in. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly what I did, would do. He also said that it was a really high-pressure situation, mm. and the anxiety, I'm thinking, was a little... Unexpected. I don't think he expected to be that anxious. If you're going to be a contestant on Jeopardy, you, you practice at home, right? Oh, so he did. You get your friends to like fire off uh, questions at you. Like, but when you're there and the cameras are in your face, sure. And you're, you know, you're like you're in the, like it's it's hard. He's went on to say, "quote There are a few questions that, in hindsight, I'm really a little embarrassed at what I answered, but I did my best given the circumstances." Mm-hmm. That's the worst part. Is not 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 getting it, but like having like a really bad answer. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it because they're all smart people. You see, they're all trying to ring in. Yeah. But it's all that buzzer time. Yeah, yeah. That's well, the most important time. thing because everyone they all know the answers. Yeah, you practice. I'd be so good on it. Look at this. 
No, mm-hmm. you can barely. Look you can't that. even snap. You're that's slow. No, that's that's quick. And also, you don't really know the answers to Let anything. Let me try this one. Nope. Mm, that's nope, a that's quick thumb, good. guys. It's not good. Maybe you got to do the. I need the clicker. Here we go. Nope. Nope. No, you would. <laughs> you wouldn't get a single. <laughs> I'm like, guys, slow you down. Get a single one. <laughs> not a single one. By the way, he is a manager at a library here in Edmonton. So if you're at a library, keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he did for his little anecdote. Did he do like an Edmonton specific one? Oh, because that's the uh, best and worst part of Jeopardy is when mm. they talk to the contestants. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. all have thrilling stories. <laughs> <laughs> I could only imagine what his story would be. Yeah, it's true. All right, for those of you who have bad tum, this story is for you. And I'm going to tell you this right now: we are becoming a giant community. This isn't a great story because there's a lot more of us. Mm. The number of people in Canada with inflammatory bowel disease is increasing rapidly and is expected to grow to 470,000 persons by 2035. Oh. Why? Yeah, what's causing it? Is it um, booze? Diet? Is it water? Yeah, diet? Is it the air? It's oh not the air. God. Ah, the what's... new report says that in 2023, a new case of IBD will be diagnosed every 48 minutes. Oh my goodness. Uh, and I want to thank uh, uh, everyone who sends me messages on Bad Tums uh, uh, solutions for Mars. Yes. Because Mars talks about her bad tum all the time. Well, I don't have so this. So thank you for those suggestions. I pass them on to Mars yeah. all the time. I don't have inflammatory bowel disease. I just have bad tum. You've got IBS, not IBD. Y- yeah, I don't know if I have IBS. <laughs> Is that the same thing? Uh, is it like STD versus STI? Are we just renaming no. it? No. Oh, maybe. IBS is irritable bowel syndrome. Well, yeah. And well, IBD is the same thing. No, it's not. IBD, IBD is irritable. inflammatory bowel disease. Yeah, different. Uh-oh. Two Uh-oh. different things. Okay. Oh, not yeah. irritable. It's inflammatory. It's inflammatory. Okay. Yeah, that's Which right. happens when it's irritable. <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, it says IBD is a completely different disease from irritable bowel syndrome, which does not result in visible inflammation or ulcers in the bowel. Mm. So IBD is worse. IBD is worse. Mm. Yeah. So you got your fingers crossed that you get IBS. I don't have IBS. I just have bad tum. Even though like you guys have diagnosed me with IBS, I've never been, I've never been diagnosed with IBS. Here's a fun little Venn diagram. Oh, Uh, IBS versus IBD. Oh, fun. IBS, you get the gas, bloating, trouble sleeping, constipation. Mm, Right over there. Uh, IBD has fever, blood in the stool, and weight loss. Oh Oh, yeah, I don't have that. They both share abdominal pain, diarrhea. Mm. Cramping and fatigue. I do get diarrhea. You get all that. I know. Cha, cha, cha. Oh no! I think it's. Um, I think I'm just uh, being misdiagnosed. Uh, no, I think I'm just. <laughs> I, I just chalk it up to some stress levels. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm stressed about some stuff. So, but you say you're stress free all the time. I'm trying to tell myself that I'm trying to manifest. <laughs> yes, that I'm as cool as a cucumber. If your poop looks like pee because of IBD, diarrhea. Cha cha cha. On Wednesday, I actually oh. thought I was going to poop my pants. Oh, my God. It's the closest I've ever come. Where, Where were you? I was Here? in an elevator. Oh, God. How many floors do you have to go? Uh, 25. Oh. Did you think that... Penthouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little humble brag. <laughs> the bidet was warming up. <laughs> actually, then I know it would have been like 28. Um, did you worry that the elevator could break? No, I was worried that... Yeah, well, I didn't even think about that. I, it was stopping. There was other people in the elevator with oh, me. That is the worst. When you have to go to the bathroom and it's busy elevator day. It was yeah. horrible. Like, it was on. it was horrible. I really got to get the unit with its own exclusive elevator. <laughs> it was it was and it was timed because like I had to be somewhere so I couldn't like it was awful. You were heading up or down? I was going up. They're cutting into but your I was crap spo- and time. I was supposed to be going down. I didn't intend to go up. Oh. Mm. Oh, I you changed, to, you changed I plans. To, I had to change plans. 
because I knew I wasn't going to make it to where I needed to go. They cut into your crap and your crap and plans, your crap and time. Well, I didn't know. I didn't factor in crap and time because oh, it was a surprise. It was a surprise. Mm. It sneaks up on you. Was it the speed of the elevator that got your stomach fluttering? No, it was the speed of my car. I was driving and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I gotta. You just did it in the parkade. No, mm-hmm. no. Sometimes you gotta. Pop <laughs> a spot behind a dumpster, Marzi. No. Had big floor drains in there. It's oh fine. God. Just toss her in there. It was awful. When you're climbing 25 floors, you got a big mess in your drawers. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Someone says EV power. Uh, yeah, it was awful. So this blows your ass out just all the time. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's just because of stress. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty bad. Yeah, stress and the gut go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. They're I, best friends. I made it though, so proud of you. Congrats! Thanks, guys. Someone's wondering if that's why the elevator is now out of order. <laughs> what did you do? Nineteen oh five. I did get some messages on the board. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was fine. She, she do it again. <laughs> she struck again. <laughs> some shoddy security footage. <laughs> just Sorry. a still image of her, just in the corner. <laughs> oh come on, you guys have had it sneak up on you, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. And it's not like it's like it's like bad. We've mm. all been there. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like solid. Yeah, well, we, 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 we get it. We, oh, okay. Yeah. Get I'm just making it sure. Because like that I can control. You know. Right, obviously. Yeah. 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 I would hope so. <laughs> well, I just Otherwise I think there's <laughs> other issues going on. <laughs> Oh I just want to make it clear. Um, yeah, you don't think you need We're to make familiar. it clear. We all knew, including everyone listening, knew exactly what you were talking about. Oh, I'm just saying. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some food. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, great. You guys into chocolate pudding? There's a lot to look forward to. <laughs> ice cream. As summer rolls in, sun, spending time outside, barbecues, vacations, and being very aware of how people around you are showering. But in a new survey, there's another perk of this hot weather. And that is food tasting less bland. 71% of people say that food tastes better in the summer. Is it because we've been drinking? Are we just happier? I think we're just happier. I think we're outside. Um, And I think because we're outside. Yeah. Mm. Here's what they say tastes better in the summer than it does in the fall or winter. Uh, Chicken. Okay, Mm. yeah. Corn on the cob. Oh. Oh, yeah. Smokies or hot dogs. Oh, yes. Ice cream. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fruits, including apples, oranges, watermelon, and pineapple. I do, I guess, when I think about it, eat more fruit in the summertime because I can walk outside with it. And yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, just eat it. It's just, it's better than it is in the wintertime. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like the quality is better. Yeah, yeah. And ice cream is better as well. Oh, yeah. Not for Mars's guts. Well, obviously, as we talked <laughs> no, about. No, I can't have ice yeah. cream, unfortunately. Not if you an elevator yeah. ride coming up. <laughs> um, I even bought the lactose intolerant stuff. Yeah. And? No. Still too much. Still extremely intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. Very. In case you're not reading between the lines, liquid change. Yeah. (laughs) I I just wanted to make it clear. Through the eye of a needle, I put. It. <laughs> like, I get it. It was loose. Just it clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the foods. There's summer foods are more fun. Watermelon, I think, is associated with fun memories. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something better about eating outside. Yeah, yeah. right. I yeah, like it just feels outside. good. Yeah, any t- any chance you get to sit on the 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 back deck or front yeah. wherever, just to be outside eating is great. Sit on a patio. Oh, love it. People are saying even beer tastes better in the summer than oh, in the winter, yeah. without a doubt, buddy. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Forty uh, percent of people say they love eating outdoors whenever possible. They'll do whatever they can. Mm-hmm. Back to the beer thing. Yeah. Um, with beer in the winter, I almost feel like I have a problem, <laughs> uh, like a drinking problem. Yeah. Beer in the summertime, 
If I crush like a whole case in one day, who cares? It's the summer. I don't have a problem. It's summertime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Winter, I'm an alcoholic. There's something dark and moody about uh, yeah. getting drunk indoors. <laughs> there, is. there is. I went to an appointment yesterday where I wasn't supposed to have any alcohol. Oh. And then during the appointment, she's like, "Did you have alcohol?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did." Yeah. And she, you know, she says, she got boozy." She says, "It's okay. It's summer." She's like, "Every single oh. patient I had told me they drank last night." <laughs> what, are, what are we doing then? Right? You got all these advantages on us. Yeah, everyone had at least one cocktail. Well, it was nice out. Yeah, you know, you do, you do what you got to do. Yeah, fifty-eight percent of people say they wish they could eat outside all year round, and thirty-one percent of people say that they like eating messy foods in the summer because once again, you can eat it outside. It can drip all over. It can go wherever it needs to than at any other time of the year. I love a smoky at the fire pit, just leaking all over. It's in the grass. Who cares? Yeah, Mm. you got a little bit of the bun left thrown in the fire pit. Who cares? Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Now speaking of being drunk and eating food is there anything better than a burger on a night when you've had a little bit too much to drink Ooh, what yeah. about mozzarella sticks oh god i love mozzarella sticks <laughs> oh. i don't i don't know if i like them what yeah they're deep fried maybe, cheese What's maybe i've just like yeah maybe i've just never had a good one i don't know i think they're all good uh, mozzarella sticks are great yeah, i'm not made of a bad so one good. i don't know i haven't had one in years but they are fantastic mm. oh. it's but gotta be with the ranch though instead of the marinara i agree 100 yeah. percent. i don't like marinara no yeah. I've never dipped a matzo stick. What are you doing? <laughs> you getting them dry? <laughs> I just, yeah, I've just eaten deep fried matzo sticks. Oh. And I'm like, okay, You're I'm like, like yeah, it, I don't get it. It shouldn't need help. I agree. <laughs> it is deep fried, but yeah. But it's, it's good with the ranch. <laughs> well, someone used Google Trends data to find the top drunken munchies that we're Googling or looking for mm. or going for. And I don't think anybody is going to be surprised. A leafy green salad did not make the list. No. Weird. We do not want leafy green salads when we are drinking. No. So what do you think is the number one go-to food when you've been drinking? Uh, a burg. Burgers? Universally? Yeah. I'd guess pizza. Pizza. Uh, Edmonton specific? It's the donair. Yeah, donair. Yeah, Edmonton oh. specific would be the donair. Gross. Oh, I'm going to go poutine. Poutine. Oh, that's a good choice. There's that, a good that poutine is a good, place yeah. outside of uh, one of the bars on White Ave. Mm. I remember just dousing my poutine in this garlic sauce. And that it was so greasy, it broke down my lipstick. So when I was wiping my oh face, my I had God. a joker smile. Oh my, oh my God. God. It was so good. Wow, you must have looked like a mess. <laughs> it was great. Nobody approached me. <laughs> I bet. They left yeah. me alone to eat my poutine. They didn't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> garlic sauce on poutine? Poutine oh. doesn't need help. I'm oh. surprised you would add some garlic Haley, sauce. Haley, your on breath, there. what was your body smelling like oh, after that? It was rough. This is pre Hayden, yeah. right? No, this was while I was dating him. Yeah. Oh, he didn't come up that you. night. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> You didn't see him that night. I was like, I'm not having anybody here. You should here. stay home. It's going to be a poutine night. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, pizza did come in at number one. So Ginge nailed that mm. one. Pizza was number one. Chicken wings coming in at number two. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Burger coming in at number three. Mm. Number four, grilled cheese. <gasps> Oh, grilled cheese. cheese is good. And then number five is fries. So we'll throw Haley's poutine on sure. there. Nice. Yeah. Grilled cheese is a great choice, but I've never. Oh. Like while you're drinking? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it takes a time. Maybe if someone else is cooking it, uh, you would eat it, right? But you're not going to go out of your way and make your own grilled oh, cheese. but it's so easy to make as like a drunk person. Yeah. It's two pieces of bread and a slice of cheese. Feels it's like a dangerous, lot of- though. We're not supposed to be cooking when we're drinking. No, you need well, supervision. One well, same with chicken wings, like dropping a basket in. <laughs> <laughs> Just fry them up. Yeah, right. Yeah, Matt, yeah. are we talking like if we're already out or are we at home? Yeah, this might be more They bar, just say right? drinking. Mm, they just say drinking. If you're already out, like, and you're leaving the bar... 
That's smoky. That hot dog cart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You can also be at home drinking and order Skip. Oh. Right? You can get chicken wings on Skip. Oh, well, that's true. That's changed the game. Yeah, big time. Uh, Steve uh, is saying Chicago deep dish pizza is his go-to. Mm-hmm. He said, when you're drunk, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's still Any- too much sauce. What? Oh, yeah, you're deep not dish? a deep dish guy. I'm not a deep dish e- Just either. Just call lasagna. <laughs> I'm a ginger. It's too deep. Casserole. Yeah, it's yeah. too deep. Uh, this text here, uh, 56789, says, uh, hey, guys, corn dogs, are they on your list? No, oh unfortunately, they're not. Oh, my God, yes, I love a oh, corn dog. Crash loves it. I don't like the flavor of the batter. I love it all. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. It, there's some, it's sweet or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but... And like a corn dog, I don't need to dip it. That's how good it is. You know what I wish I could get in the city at late hours? And I'm sure someplace has them, and I just don't know where. I feel like there should be carts of them around. Mini donuts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that'd, mini be, donut. that'd be very popular outside a bar. With the, with the cinnamon and sugars? Yeah. yeah. When you guys go out and you're drinking, do you like to order a platter? How popular are platters? A platter? Like, yeah, a like a veggie platter? No, no, like of oh, all... Like the big, the big platter. Yeah. You get some wings, you get some dry ribs. Yeah. Potato skins. Yeah. Or little, would you... Some nachos. Would you rather just get your individual matzo oh, sticks? I don't, I don't mind a platter. All right. Mm. I don't mind a platter. Chicken nuggets isn't on that list. Yeah. Although, uh, Ginge eating with uh, you, you, you pick off everyone's plate. I'll get my share. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Looking up for number one, baby. <laughs> Ginge ate half my fries. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he blamed, I was done by when you, he but. accused Rachel of doing it? And he got all up in it. But then we went out with him and he ate all your fries? Although I, I was chalking it up because the next morning I was really hungover. I'm like, I think Ginger ate all my food. But yeah. I think it's because uh, you were upset that Rach ate all yours. Yeah. <laughs> so you ate So mine. you ate all the yeah. <laughs> I got to rob Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> Like, what has she done to me? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm not having fries tonight. <laughs> that was like one of the first. We woke up the next morning. He was like, Ginger ate my burger and my fries. I was like, what? <laughs> Couple bites left. He's like, mm. did you eat his burger too? I may have. Yeah. Well, we were, we were sharing. We had different burgers. <laughs> I, it was sharing one way. It was a one way street. Yeah. And then you took Mars's leftovers and yeah. ate them out of a parking lot. Uh, that was Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stole from me. Right. Yeah. Although you did forget it. I don't know if I forgot it or if. Uh, well, maybe the boxers disappeared before yeah, no, you I, I had to distract her. He's like, oh, distract yeah. Mars so I get this pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. It was a, it was a brutal. It was a thing. I think I ended up with a pizza. Oh, <laughs> it was my damn pizza. My car. <laughs> and I really wanted that the next morning. I'm like, where's your pizza? Nine it's on the fridge. Law. Yeah, no, yeah. we ate it. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Mm. God, you guys are food thieves. <laughs> Tell you what. You mm. shouldn't have left the box on the table. Yeah. I don't think I did. Well, uh, it sounds like everyone wanted a piece. Yeah. Mars was, was uh, uh, curious about platters. Uh, yes. Apparently, mm. BP's has a wicked platter right now. Oh. What's BP's rocking? Uh, on their platter? Yeah. I have no idea. I didn't know they offered one. Is it uh, just like an assortment of pizza? I would guess some of their cactus cuts. Mm. Maybe the aforementioned matzas. Yeah. Uh, and also, they're calling uh, uh, the platter the redneck charcuterie. Wow. Oh. Which uh, it is a little bit. Yeah. It is a little yeah. bit. That, it was, is. that was the original. Trash up the charcuterie board. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty cool. Got some sausage on there, too. Mm. Like just dirty sausage. Sausage? Not, not fancy sausage that you would get on a charcuterie like board. Like a kubasa? Yeah, throw some kub on there. Mm. Mm. All right. I can even slice up Smokies. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> like a cheesy one? Yeah, throw oh. some cheesy uh, Smokies on there. <sighs> All right. So good. 
All right. Sleeping in separate beds might be making a comeback, guys. It's something a lot of couples did back in the 50s and 60s, and anybody who watched The Marvelous Miss Maisel can see it displayed in that. Now a new poll found that half of couples today say that they're open to the idea if it helped them sleep better. If any of these things are an issue, it might help. 2,000 people named the most annoying thing about sharing a bed with someone, and here are the top five. Number one, when they steal the covers. Number two, when they're tossing and turning wakes you up. I roll all night. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. Number three, when they fall asleep with the TV on. Number four, super loud snoring. Number five, when the person you're sleeping with has the lights on while you're trying to sleep. They make little reading lights. Even then, that might irritate some people, eh? Yeah, it might. Yeah, Yeah, it might indeed. Um, And they say that the majority of people say that when they have had an opportunity to sleep by themselves, they definitely had a better sleep than when sleeping with someone who is interrupting their night. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and of course, we know that sleeping, um, getting a better sleep makes you a better person in general, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so if you could both wake up happy and somewhat refreshed, isn't that a bonus? Yes. Versus like fighting sleep together in the same bed? Yes. Like it doesn't mean you hate each other. No. Well, Ginge will never let go. No. And I feel like Rach really wants a separate bed. Oh, she wishes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I sleep better with her. Uh huh. So what? Now, now I'm hurting, right? Yeah. Now you'd be hurting. Are you though? Just get a body pillow. She's already hurting. So what's the? Does she sleep well with you? Like, is it mutual? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Depends depends where we're at. She loves those early morning alarms. Sometimes she's a cuddler. Yeah, and sometimes she is not. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty good to sleep with, though. I think I lock it in. Yeah. Like, do you pass out and stay in one position? I'm not even waking up to pee during the night. Wow. Yeah, so once you're out, you're out, and you don't move. Yeah, I'm rock solid. Yeah, you're rock solid. I'm a delight. Mm. Yeah, you're rock solid. Outside of the incessant cuddling. (sighs) Yeah. Haley, how's your situation? It's all right. It's just all right? It's all right. Do you think you're headed towards separate bedrooms one day? No, I don't think so, because Hayden, uh, he was gone for a week last week, and uh, I didn't sleep well. I kept waking up and looking for him. I kept reaching over to oh. where he was supposed to be, oh. and yeah. he just wasn't there. I, I, I thought you would have replaced him with the dog in the bed. Yeah, the dogs don't want to sleep in the bed with me. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah, they will not. So, like, the dogs are part of the story. Yeah. Like, you annoy them. I annoy them as well. They don't like being <laughs> in bed with me. Why? I, I don't know. I'm a tosser and a turner, I think. So you boot them periodically? Yeah. And just moving. I'm a clinger when I sleep, so I like to cling to whoever I'm sleeping next oh, to. Oh, God. And I like to snuggle, and the dogs are like, yeah, we're not having that. Yeah, too hot. Yeah. Same way, too gets hot. way too warm. Yeah, way too hot. So if you try to cling on to Hayden, does he kind of like push you away? Well, he first will start just by pulling the blankets off of himself to cool his body down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he'll get to the, okay, you need to move. Yeah. yeah. Be like, that was fun. You haven't rotated yet. I'm. Uh, you got to stop. Please let go of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate being held Angrily down. readjust the blankets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting so warm. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you are so warm. I love it. Snuggle close. Oh God. Oh, I'm no. a hot sleeper. I do not like anybody near me. Mm-hmm. I don't like anything touching me. Mm. I do what Hayden does oftentimes in the middle of the night. I throw the blankets off and just let the cold air go over my body. Mm-hmm. I'll go take a leak, come back. You just see face down, ass up Mars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's an interesting way of Aaron sleeping. <laughs> my butt is hot. <laughs> Literally, my butt's hot. Uh-huh. My back mm-hmm. is hot. My butt's hot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just stick my butt out. Yeah, sure. So yeah, have, like, pull the, the sheets off. The sheet will do a half, and so yeah. like if you looked in, all you'd see is my bare butt. Mm-hmm. I find one foot will temperature control. Yeah, you do one foot out, one in. Oh, oh not for me. Yeah, sometimes because I'll I'll go like pike position. Yeah, and one foot's hanging out. Yeah, so you guys would rather sleep solo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd rather sleep solo. Mm. 
I don't know. You left the other day. How was I that? I had to. Why? Because it was a freaking runway of cats on my back. <laughs> they, they don't stop. I had to go in the basement. They don't bug me. I don't know what the deal is. And, like, the, they're sleeping on me, gripping onto my leg when I'm moving. And, like, I'm, I'm rotating every probably 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. And I can feel cats rolling off of me. <laughs> Get the hint. Get off of me. <laughs> and I'm already running hot. And we got the 20-pounder, Chloe, just burning a hole in my back. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so hot. And I roll over. She tumbles and then climbs back on. Finds another uh, position, like in my pits. Yeah. The other one's on my legs. I'm like, get off me. Yeah. They don't follow you downstairs? They don't pipe piper? No! They take my spot in bed. Still warm. So it's not me. I know, they want I, my spot. I saw you get up and leave, and then I woke up, and I woke up, and I opened my eyes, and there's two cats. Really, were crash sleeves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, guys. <laughs> Good morning. So here's what I want to know. I'm not concerned. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, I saw you. Who wants scritches? <laughs> 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Um, who are you sleeping with, and they're the absolute worst? And what makes them the worst? Are they snoring? Are they tossing and turning? Like this text here, 56789, says, oh my gosh, the farts, the snoring, the tossing, the staying up late listening to podcasts, getting up to pee 50 times in the night. I'm ready for a separate bed. I'll wait till next week when I... uh uh, I signed up for a sleep study, so I have to put equipment on and try sleeping with that. Yeah, that Good might be God. solo. Yeah. Might yeah. be solo? That might be solo. Uh, you also don't want to see your partner like that. Like, you I know. don't want to look like that. Yeah. You're supposed to lust after them. That's not. No, I've got <laughs> hoses out of my face. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it is Fly Away Friday, so just by joining the conversation, you're automatically entered to win one of four trips, which is awesome. Who is the worst person you're sleeping with, and why are they keeping you up? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, the terrible sleeper in your house. Uh, is it at the point where you're uh, sleeping in separate bedrooms now? Yeah. The most annoying things that we have to share about sharing a bed with someone is when the other person takes the covers all night, when they're tossing and turning wakes you up, when they leave the TV on, or when they're just noisy. Someone texted in and said that their partner grinds their teeth so loud mm. that it sounds like 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 nothing you've ever heard before. Oh, I remember growing up as a kid, um, the sounds that I would hear in the house uh, out in the country is uh, my mom's sparking a cig. <laughs> Yeah. I remember the lighter sound. All right. And her grinding her teeth so bad. Was it really, really it loud? Sounded, it sounded very unnatural, but it was just that, like, you know, the teeth grinding sound, but, like, times 100. Why is it so Ugh. loud? I don't know. It was just, like, clenched jaw, I guess, That's, and just, like... Yeah. <laughs> I can't even grind mine like that no. anymore. Can you even make noise? Like, grind your teeth. Like you can't. How do you? How are you being so loud about it? I don't know. That's I anxiety can't. and stress. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think yeah, it's my your mom back had teeth. a few issues. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. When you're conscious, you're not grinding as hard as you are when you're asleep either. Oof. Just, yeah. Because I think it's your back teeth. Try grinding you. as hard as you can. Can you even make a peep? Haley can do it. Yeah, there's Haley doing yeah. it. Oh, are those your teeth? Yeah. I do not like that. Did you used to grind? Oh yeah, I have a mouth guard now. Yeah. It's awesome. I don't grind anymore. I don't think the mouth guard's awesome. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, it's it protecting works. those teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's protecting those teeth because you can like crack them if you grind hard uh-huh. enough. And I've been grinding mine for so long, they're like worn down, so I don't have sharp peaks on the backs of my teeth anymore. There's a, They're flat? They're flatter, yeah. <gasps> I just found an ASMR video of mm-hmm. uh, teeth grinding. All right. Oh. Uh, it, it's not good. 
Oh god, no, cut it off! That sounds like a duck. What's that? What's wow. that? It sounds like I a like horror movie. Teeth. That's making my palms sweat. That's what I remember as a child. That That's how bad That's, it was. That's so loud. Yeah. No. This, they've just synced this up and make it like a horror movie. But don't that's teeth. If you can get that much traction, don't you need to grind them down a bit? Isn't that a good thing? Well, yeah, you think- Those molars are too big. Unless, like, when teeth get, like, flat. Yeah. It's flat on flat when you get that ultimate sound, uh -huh. maybe. Some people listen to teeth grinding on YouTube as ASMR. Yeah, oh. that's what I was just saying here. There's no way. The, but, like, do people get, like, turned on I guess by people like it? Mm. Or is it just, like, soothing? Maybe it's just a soothing yeah. sound. Soothing sound? It kind of sounds like a rocking chair. Mm hmm I guess. Mm. How loud was that, Crush? Like, could you hear it throughout the house? Oh, yeah. It was that loud. Oh, yeah, big time. Wow. Ugh. Are you sore when you wake up, Haley? Yeah, I used to get really bad uh, jaw cramps. Yeah, you would, like almost like TMJ. Yeah, I had TMJ, so when I would go to the dentist afterwards, they would massage my jaws for me. Um, but yeah, no, definitely get a mouth guard if you've got the... The grinding issue. It helps. Mm. You sleep a lot better. Oh, God. Man. I had no idea. Yeah. It's super cute. I'll post a pic of me wearing my cute mouth guard later. Oh, oh well, man. That might work for some. It's <laughs> fun. Hating that when we kiss goodnight for better mouth guards clack. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Crash, I have somebody. And then you pull them out in the morning. It's just like. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody filmed their girlfriend oh, no. grinding your teeth. You ready? <gasps> Is that the one on Reddit there? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there's, yeah, I'm not getting audio on that one. That's all I'm hearing on my side. I don't hear any teeth grinding. No. There. There's a little bit. Oh my god. It sounds like you're eating carrots. It sounds like a duck. Is that what it actually sounds like? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's it's bad. Oh my goodness. Oh god. <laughs> Those are teeth. Oh, I together. hate that so much. Teeth. <laughs> Oh, I would. Yeah, that would definitely keep you awake at night. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. If that's your spouse doing it, and you're just <laughs> yeah. looking over, hating every minute of your life because <laughs> <laughs> it's two a.m. and that's all you hear. Oh, oh man, an almond on your phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, who's the terrible sleeper in your house? It's not a person, but it's my dog. Oh, man. We love to sleep with our animals, but we they do. ruin our sleep. Yeah. I have a, we have a, a pit bull, and he will not sleep with, on my husband. He has to curl into my legs. Yep. And the second I move, he sounds like he's going to tear off my leg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then he just, like, he doesn't bite or anything. He just grumbles, but it sounds so terrifying. The first little bit that we had him, I was like, is he going to hurt me? <laughs> and that's because and you're moving. Because I'm moving and I'm disturbing his sleep. <laughs> you know what? Our, our cat, the small one, Phoebe, she'll wedge right in my legs. And in the middle of the night, I toss all night. And I move and right away she's like, meh, meh. She does make those and sounds. I'm like, oh, go yeah, away. <laughs> my leg space, not yours. You can yeah, go off. Thank right? you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she like owns my there. legs. Oh. They yeah. do like a hot crotch too, so sometimes they'll like get up in the crotch. I guess my crotch is burning hot because yeah, yeah, they nuzzle. 
It's true. The worst. Okay, thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Adam in St. Albert at 56789 says, My wife just bought us separate beds a couple of weeks ago. My only hesitation at this point is I'm guessing she's going to keep our bedroom while I'm going to be banished to the basement, which is unfinished and currently doesn't have a bedroom. Yeah, I'm finding, too, oh. the people that are, are making all the noise, they keep the room. Why? <laughs> They're not bothered. <laughs> Well, in this case, I'm wondering if Adam makes the noise and she's like, separate beds, and she's going to keep the bedroom and put him in the basement. Oh, maybe. Is anyone doing that 50s uh, husband and wife situation of two beds in the same room? I don't think so. No, because then you're still hearing everything. Yeah. Then that's just, just a no-touching situation. It looks like everybody who's in different beds is in different areas yeah. of the house. You need different walls. Different, you need wings. Yes. Different wings of the house if you can get wings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> maybe right. Maybe a different address. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's do um, Zylira. Is your name Zylira? Yeah. Ah, there we go. You That's a beautiful it. name. I it love is. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you've actually been uh, like actively pushing for separate beds, right? Yeah, for, for about two years now. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Bigger bed. I'm like, we either need a king or separate beds because it started when I was pregnant and I was like, oh, it's just the hormones. But no, like I haven't been pregnant now for like over 15 months. And I'm like, no, the arm is still an issue. So he sleeps with his arm on my pillow. Yeah. And then like throughout the night, his hand like, cause you know, your hand falls asleep. So like it starts to like droop. And then I'll like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night thinking there's like, a spider or a mouse like crawling on my forehead yeah. his hands like doing that thing where it's like not touching you but like yep. barely touching you touching and, you. and it's and the so, weird dead hand yes <laughs> yeah yeah and so like i'll wake up and i'll like bat his arm away and it doesn't even wake him up like nothing wakes him up wow so, oh i like shove him over and it's like constantly all night i'm just like shoving him off of my side of bed yeah you're flipping so, his lifeless limbs back on his side you're like just keep it over there yeah and he's so offended by me asking he's like you've only been married for like three years like why do you want separate beds already (laughs) and i'm like no it's because we have a one-year-old and i get like no sleep as it is so i would like at least four hours of like uninterrupted sleep and then your like dead arm is like on my head all night yeah Yeah. That is hilarious. Okay, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Oh, man. Uh, Mars is all wild with arms, too. No, yeah. no Like, not. she's wild with arms under a pillow. So, like, you, you roll over, all of a sudden I feel, like, weird cold fingers on my face. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> I like putting my hand under a pillow. Put so like, I like pillow. Putting, no, no, no. It, one is under my pillow, and then I like to stretch it out under someone Why else's pillow. Why does it have to pillow? be like gotcha. 10 feet across? Yeah. Uh, also, she's a pillow uh, stealer. Oh, I, I do do that. I sleep with a pillow uh, over my face. Boom. I like the weight, and yeah. then I'll be dead asleep all of a sudden. Rah! Yeah. The whole oh, yeah, pillow's yeah. gone. <laughs> it's not a subtle, like, she just yanks it. Do you know what you're doing? No, because sometimes I wake up, I'm like, why do I have six pillows? I think she hates me. No. Yeah, I wonder, too. Rachel do that. I don't sleep with the pillow on my face, but she'll do, like, the magic trick, like, you know, you pull, like, a tablecloth over from a table. Yeah. She'll do that to the pillow that's under my head. Oh, yeah, Mars has <laughs> done that. I'll wake up to just a violent, jerky motion <laughs> of her taking my pillow and just, like, rolling over with it. Yeah. Like mine. Yeah, like, nothing happened. Like, how do you not know? Oh, you're... <laughs> 
I don't know I'm doing anything. Right? Jam my arm under there. I guess I'm sleeping like this tonight. And like there's a million pillows around. Take yeah. those. I Why the three. one that I'm on? Sometimes I've woken up and I've thrown my pillows on the floor and taken all of the ones Crash sleeps with. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I do it. It's because you woke up and you saw you didn't have pillows. You're like, well, there's a pillow. I didn't wake up, though, because I don't remember well, it. Something happened. Yeah. You saw my sweet premium pillow that I complained over the price over, and you took it. I don't <laughs> think I see it. I think I'm, like, asleep, and I'm like, oh, a pillow. Oh, here's a pillow. But why I've does it happen it. so quick? I don't know. It's not subtle. Like, no. <laughs> I wake up, I'm like, I think she's taking my pillow. No. <sighs> yeah. No, it's yank. <laughs> Well, it's there. <laughs> it's selfish and thoughtless is what it is. Or like it weird like is. face tickles. Uh, no. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. I oh, the fingers I, come over? Yeah. yeah like the how Zamira was talking about just the uh-huh. fingers on the forehead or whatever. Like fingers just, yeah. All of a sudden yeah. they go in like a scratching motion. I'm like, are you dreaming about scratching? No, it's because I have eczema, so I'm itching everything. Oh. Including, including anyone around. Anybody around. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. We're talking about the terrible uh, sleeper in your house. Who is it? Is it you or your spouse? Well, combination, I think. Uh, we both have our own things that we do. Um, but we've developed, like, we've been together for more than a decade and we've kind of got our way of sleeping. Oh, okay. We keep body pillows on the bed. Yeah. Because we can't touch each other at night because either one of us will wake up. But either he's not there, she'll punch me in the face by accident, or oh. I'll kick her. And so we got this, like, body pillow down the center and we each have our own lane that we sleep in you create the wall that's exactly what it is yeah it's basically a wall yeah sure yeah you create the wall and you probably don't even touch feet uh, no, not unless her feet are cold, then she feels my warmth, like most people do oh she'll sneak across and yeah. then you're like no no but nope do not cross the wall we also managed to fix that problem because we got a little heated pad that goes under the sheet on her side Oh, there you go. Really keep her in her corner. (laughs) Really keep her in her corner. It was her idea. It was her idea. Uh, You're like, happy birthday, babe. (laughs) Uh, Make the bed. Make sure that thing's in the right perfect position. Oh, man. And you've been doing this method for how many years now? And it it seems to work? It took us a solid probably three years or four years to get like a method that works. Yeah. And then right now it's super comfortable. Like if we go to like a hotel somewhere and we don't have this setup, oh. it's like awkward. Like yeah. we're like, oh, we got to touch. Or like when we go camping, like uh, we, we have a king size bed at home, but yeah. our trailer's only got like an oversized or like a small queen. Oh my god! So we're like, oh, we don't even have room for the wall. Like what happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you you think it dramatically changed your uh, sleeping uh, relationship? Uh, yeah, I think so. I made it better. Like yeah. we both get a much better night's sleep. That's right? We wake up and we're like, it's, uh, it's a night and day different. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, good luck with that, Cody. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Cody. <laughs> no problem. Have a good one. You too, bud. Bye bye. Bye. A lot of uh, punching and kicking going on too mm-hmm. with the now family. They're texting in. Mm-hmm. If you previously with a in a past relationship slept separately. That thing that ends as some relationships, unfortunately. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then you find a new love. Mm-hmm. Do you try? Do you give a shot of sleeping together, or do you tell them like, "Look, I'm a lone wolf, baby." I think you gotta. I think you, I think you gotta it. roll it out and be like lone wolf. You don't even give it a shot. Mm. I'd be like, "Listen, you can come in here and do stuff, but you can't fall asleep here." Yeah, this right. is a fun stuff room, but get it. Do what you must, but then leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. <laughs> Your quarters are over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. Get out. Get yeah. out. Yeah, I think if you're just used to it, that's it yeah. is what it is, right? It's what it is. I'm sure some. I'm sure initially in the relationship, 
You yeah, try. I, say, I think it's. I think to start the relationship, but, you got to try. But then you really like start pushing for mm-hmm. the separate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Look at the time; it's almost ten o'clock. Yeah. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, the alarms did not go off this morning for ah. Flyaway Friday, meaning uh, you still have time to make sure that you get entered by joining the conversation. And so, yeah. Text, call. Maybe it'll it. happen during Adam's show. Get Good. in on it. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. You guys have yourselves a wonderful weekend. We're back on Monday. We will see you then. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.